Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the increasingly shadowy, but perhaps just with just a hint of hope left in them, waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Scorching Ray Bellacom. Sam, Freezing Bay, Burns, <laughs> and uh, Ellie, Shocking Lay, Sparrow. Oh, so I'm just bad in bed. Ow. <laughs> that's all that's happening. The other two get magical powers, and I, I get disappointing No, 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 no. Hey, you, you could be you literally good. Do lightning you don't know. Oh, like, I mean, do I have to, like, sleep with them, or do I just lay on them and they get lightning damage? Because that's quite funny. The spell description <laughs> is ambiguous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have shock, uh, scorching ray, and I was initially annoyed. I was like, I don't have that spell, and then you carried on. I was like, no, I've got the better one here. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Freezing bay, yeah, no, it's yeah. That's that's strange. what happens when uh, Jason doesn't doesn't prepare these gags ahead of time. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> how often do they get prepared ahead of time? About. Two out of three times, I want to say. <laughs> really? That often? Yeah. So a 66% average. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't necessarily mean that 66% of them are good, but... <laughs> That's very true. Mm. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, one quick announcement from the past, actually, before we go to uh, future announcements from the present. Uh, My brain hurt. Yes, I know. Uh, from this episode yeah. onwards, uh, we'll be uh, I'll be adding to my really, really Kevin MacLeod stuffed uh, playlist <laughs> uh, the works of Mark V. D. Newlin, uh, who has uh, graciously given us permission to incorporate some of his uh, dark orchestral tracks. So uh, hey, thanks, thank Mark. You, Mark. Ooh, yay! Hey. He was very nice in the emails as well. Yeah, he was lovely. Uh, so those will almost certainly show up this episode and uh, in future ones as the uh, circumstances permit. Uh, I mean, you know, unless in a very, very strange quirk of circumstance, we just have this uh, continuously for the entire episode. Like, if we you know, do, I'm leaving this podcast. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. And Robbie is too. <laughs> I will go crazy. <laughs> so... Uh, on the note of cheerful, cheerful, never-ending music... Please turn that music. off for the previous time. <laughs> I'm so horrified. Uh, it's time for some messages from the present from uh, Future Us. Hello, it's Future Jason with messages from the present. First of all, a quick correction to past me who didn't understand that V slash D stands for Vander when it's written down. So I'd like to thank Mark Vandermeulen for allowing us to use a number of his tracks from this episode onwards. Thanks, Mark. It really adds a great deal to the show to include your gothic orchestral music. And anyone who'd like to check out more of his work, I encourage you to check out markvdmeulen.com. And that's Mark with a C and Mullen spelt M-E-U-L-E-N. Next, I'd like to talk about our continuing newest sponsor, Libris Arcana. Uh, Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions, so if you head over to librisarcana.com, then for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you can receive a set of 7 premium dice and 3 randomly selected bonus dice every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's dice set is American Pie. 
The American pie was invented during the late 18th century, following the Declaration of Independence. Ernest B. Thagoras, an American scientist and iconoclast, felt that it was important to escape the Eurocentric traditions that defined mathematics. As part of the same drive for American independence in culture as in politics that drove Webster to start removing vowels at random from English words when he put them into his dictionary. The American pie is a neat round 3.14 with no extraneous digits. Circles constructed under the American pie were generally considered to be smoother, rounder and more aesthetically pleasing than the traditional English circle built using Archimedes pie, which most revolutionary colonists considered to be a very irrational number. The American Pie enjoyed a brief surge of popularity between 1786 to 1791, where it was used in everything from cartwheels to clock faces to bakery products. Unfortunately, there were key instabilities that did build up over time, resulting in the Arkansas Collapse, when the majority of what was once a state on par with Texas fell through the numerous cracks in reality caused by cutting corners on circle construction. The entire Golden State Forest and the city of Great Rock were pulled out of history and dumped into mythology, along with a large number of settler colonies. So, in 1792, Congress agreed to ban the American pie in everyday construction and mathematics, although a consortium of bakers did successfully lobby to allow it to be continued to be used in pastry products, where it survives to this very day. Libris Arcana! Monthly dice, and occasionally alternate history. Additionally, listen up for a spot from our friends over at Party Advantage during the break. This week on Robbie Watch, Robbie will be in Guildford. Guildford is named after the time that a sorcerer conjured a golden bridge across the nearby River Way. A gilt ford, if you will. The bridge was immediately melted down to pay off King Richard's enormous ransom during the Crusades. Ellie's company, Break the Verse, is producing their latest play, Schrodinger's Dog, about a man who wants to kill himself and accidentally takes seven people hostage, all of whom have the potential to save or destroy him. Uh, the show will be on at the White Bear in London, 23rd of October to 3rd November, 7.30 each night, 2.30 matinees on the Saturdays. You can book tickets at whitebeartheatre.co.uk. In related news, Ellie is exhausted all the time. Putting on plays is hard. We're also going to London MCM Comic Con on Sunday the 28th of October. We're not guests, we're just there for fun. So come over, if you spot us we'd love to chat. If you want to summon us, try loudly singing the theme tune and we may assemble. Right, that's it. Whatever disturbing thing you're going to say next past me, on you go! Futurists may have many things going for them, but they don't have this. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed now. Yes. <laughs> oh, that I have to ration that track so carefully. Yeah. For reference, Jason has done some terrifying things in off air D and D with that track, so me and Robbie get a bit twitchy whenever it's on. <laughs> oh, okay. This is yeah. this is stories. Yeah, I don't know. He had a little. He had a little band of um, demons. <coughs> yeah, little dretches. Little dretches dressed in like military outfits playing that little, song little like bandstand like a outfits. marching band yeah, yeah. and we were that basically that sounds kind in, of adorable yeah but no. we were basically in like psycho butlins that was run by a clown with needles for teeth okay so, yeah, suddenly was, this took a turn for the cool yeah <laughs> 
So that's what me and Robbie think of when we hear this song. Clowns with needles for teeth. <laughs> listeners, dear listeners, if you would like to know more about clowns for teeth... <laughs> clowns, clowns for teeth? teeth. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't want to think about that. Let's, oh, let's play D&D. Please stop. Okay, ah. and on that terrifying note, it's time for Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The party have continued for some time now through the city of Crosswater, working hard to gather what resistance they can against uh, it against the results of the shadow bomb that uh, Corzin unwittingly carried into the city. Thus far they've been able to stem the tide, but with each passing night the threat grows larger. Enlisting the aid of uh, Vera, their erstwhile acquaintance, who seems to be pursuing her own nebulous motives, the uh, gnome in question has agreed to help them out clearing one more nest, although uh, after that she has sworn to disappear back to her own uh, mysterious ways. Too exhausted and depleted of resources to be able to engage the nest that they discovered in the old uh, textiles uh, mill near uh, uh, back down in uh, I believe it was the weaver's ward yep here we go the uh, party were forced to rest but they uh, they do know that they have a few more tricks up their sleeves and in exchange for promising a future favor uh, to be repaid with a theft to the sculptor they've also been given the aid of uh, four local thugs who are prepared to risk their lives taking the fight to the shadows nests themselves the three of you arise uh, well over an hour I'd say probably closer to an hour and a half before dawn it's about five o'clock in the morning on the 29th of falling leaves as you uh, awaken from your room that was provided at the top of the brass lantern, you uh, make your way unsteadily downstairs, where, knowing of your task, uh, Mordecai, a.k.a. John Smith, the uh, innkeep, has prepared a, a quick but filling breakfast of oatmeal for you. You can see that uh, the four... Uh, rough individuals that uh, were waiting for you uh, before are still there. They appear to have been quietly uh, drinking throughout the night. Uh, they don't appear drunk, just seem to have been stealing their nerves. Uh, as as you approach, uh, one of them 
looks up to you and nods. A fellow with a thick, bushy, uh, untamed sort of moustache. Right. Looks like we'll be heading with you. Name's Rusty, he says. This is Shaz. He nods to a, a female, all of them are human, a female human with short, impeccably styled hair, knuckles. He nods to a, a bald man with, a, indeed, a pair of brass knuckles, although he has a musket at his back, uh, and uh, one very prominent gold tooth, and spoons. And he nods to a, <laughs> a, to a, a lady who uh, is... Fairly unremarkable in her appearance, except for the fact that she has six gold earrings, three studded into each ear. Are they spoons? Uh, are they? I was going to say, is she wearing spoons anywhere on her? Uh, no, but uh, you can see on her, her her sleeves are rolled up, and on uh, both of her forearms are tattooed uh, what appear to be baking spoons, like sort of uh, you right. know mixing bowl spoons. That's weirdly okay. ominous. I don't know why. Um, I put out a hand with a flourish. Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Right, Rusty takes your hand and basically crunches your knuckles. <laughs> <clears throat> I pass off the uh, shaking of my hand in pain as a sort of weird bard flourish. <laughs> <laughs> so, we going straight there, or is there anything else you guys need to do? Um, we need to go to the cleric, don't we? I think we've right. already been, haven't we? Um, uh, no, no, we need to yet. go. He said that he'd have his round at five in the morning. Ah, right, fine. Okay, that's. I yeah. wonder how many people he can do. Could he do any of these guys? I think he said three. Oh, that's a shame. Otherwise Sorry. he could have done us again. Mm. Um, on the way... <laughs> you see Rusty and Shaz kind of look sidelong to each other it's... as you mentioned this in front of them. <laughs> that was probably not the best idea. True. But I've said it now. <laughs> look, we're here, we're here to kill weird shadow things, you know. Mm. I can give you a boost later, don't worry. Right. Um, on the way there, can I smoke some opium? Is uh, that yes, allowed? Yes, you can. Cool. Uh, in fact, you can count this as having smoked it the night before and uh, give yourself... Crack it. Um, it's my last one, but I think it's a good yeah. time to have so it. So give me an addiction check as well. Yeah, I'm just going to roll my hit points. Uh, oh, fucking hell, only three it's bollocks. Mm. Uh, and addiction... Hey. So addicted. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what was your addiction counter previously? I think it was. Uh, I think it's at zero currently. Okay, so it's back up to one. Yeah, back up to one. It seemed to bounce us from one back down again. One zero, one zero. Just yeah. The good news is, you know, sleep, having done it during your long rest, you do at least have all of your hit dice back. Yes, this is true. D- just remind uh, me, what is the um, the high end of that? Ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, it goes, it goes, all, the goes all the way up to ten. Are you uh, sure it doesn't go is... up to eleven? <laughs> hey. Hey. yeah no like above seven is very bad okay yeah <laughs> oh, uh, fun fact it actually gets harder to uh, shrug off the addiction the more addicted you get yeah which like, is you know the way addictions work just I'm like gonna, real life <laughs> i'm gonna turn to the other two and sort of quietly so that hopefully the thugs can't hear go um should we tell them we'll meet them at the place so that they don't know where to find the cleric <laughs> Um, I mean, he's pretty well known. It's not like it's a secret. Yeah, and true, but I haven't said which one it is. I've just said the cleric. Mm. True. Does it need to be a secret? 
I don't know. Do, how shifty do they look when I said it? Um, the, you, you were whispering. They, 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 they're kind of busy checking over their weapons, making sure that they're properly... Maybe uh, just, just in case they bother him for, like, magical stuff. Look, as tactless as you have been, they're here for guard duty, essentially. They, they know True. the score. <sighs> and, hey, might not be a problem by tomorrow. That was grim, I'm sorry. Right, let's go to the cleric. <laughs> Causing your, the thousand uh, yards there. <laughs> <laughs> With your four trusty thugs in uh, uh, in um, following after you in a trail, uh, you head out the short distance up towards the Iron Ward and the Church of St. Bridget. In the distance, you can still hear the occasional sounds of screams and gunfire. I'm going to cast Mage Armor. Okay. Good. (laughs) Uh, Making your way to the church, uh, which is small, but well decorated. There's a lot of statues and uh, decorative uh, features in the facades. You are... Uh, you knock on the door, and a kind of waif-like uh, hu- uh, halfling nun opens it and goes, "Ah, oh, you'll be here. To- you'll be here to see Victor. Uh, come, come. I'm Father Fast, I should say." Uh, and she shows you into a side room where, uh, dressed in a simple robe, it looks like he's literally just gotten out of bed, thrown on his vestments. Uh, there is the orcish figure of Victor Fass. <clears throat> So, may I am glad to see that you are prepared. He looks at the uh, four guards that you've left, sort of slightly outside. Uh, I regret that I can I only have enough to uh, bless the three of you. Voice you notice is a little a little sore in the mornings, which might explain why it seems to have more of a Meadmirish accent during the morning, and then more of a classical Orcish one during later in the day. <laughs> Definitely not. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's why. <laughs> I personally always wake up speaking yes. in a Scottish accent, so I, yes. I identify with this problem. Yes, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Next parentage. Victor uh, takes out a small uh, symbol of a uh, dancing figure from uh, and sort of touches uh, chest, uh, neck. Matt, lips, nose, forehead, blessing of the region. <laughs> he gives you a stern look but carries on. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> Celestia silently shakes for the rest of the blessing, trying not to giggle. <laughs> In the name of the of the regent of St. Bridget and all of the saints, may you, may they guard you against any dangers you may encounter and keep your souls from the brink. And he repeats this for each of you. I regret there is uh, little more that I can freely give you. Uh, I am allowed to sell you uh, any holy water, uh, additional holy water, if you wish. How much is that, just out of interest? Uh, At cost, it is uh, 25 gold crowns per flask. Done. Uh, No, not for me, thank you. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take another one. Okay. He uh, hats, snaps his fingers and the nun sort of nods and goes, fetches you a small clay flask, uh, which she passes to you. 
Okay, How much did gold we pieces. have? Uh, two each. Yeah, two yeah, because you guys got six, which you haven't used yet. Did yeah. not write it down. You may wish to do so. Yeah. And yes, those. Have two each, but now I now have three. Yeah, those off have I think a twenty foot range if thrown, uh, and you, touch if poured. Yeah, <laughs> touch if poured. Uh, it's either way. It's a dex. It's a dex based uh, throwing uh, throwing attack uh, and ranged attack, and they do two d six radiant damage to undead and fiends only. Cool. Question: If we were to wet our blades with this, would it make any difference? Uh, mm, it's oil, isn't it? No, uh, we do have a, a, a couple of vials of holy oil, but uh, that those are about twice as expensive. Uh, and he gives you a bit of description. You realise functionally they work pretty similarly to the um, beast oil that you got from uh, uh, from Jimothy, although they seem to have a slightly different uh, right. Fair op- enough. Option you can. He does have a couple of vials of that if you want to buy them. But that wasn't necessarily in character. I was yeah, just yeah. asking generally, but uh, yeah. generally no. Holy water is too diffuse. I mean, it wouldn't it, stay on. I no, guess. maybe if you had yeah. some sort of steam gun and then fired superheated holy steam at them. That but, would be really fun. But, but, uh, not if this were a available. steampunk setting, I would be totally down for that. Campaign 2! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd love that. That'd be great. Oh, I'd love to do a steampunk one. Hmm. Steampunk Calcinia as well would be really interesting. Hmm. Anyway. Um, steam, steam engines exist, but they're mostly used for pumping mines. Uh, and okay. and indeed uh, running textile mills. Oh, cool! Because uh, the because the steam engine like the real world. Yeah, the steam engine yeah. was invented in the seventeen seventies, I think seventeen sixties. So, if if you don't count the time that you know the Romans made up. Well, like you said in episode <laughs> one, the age of steam has not yet yes. fully oh. arrived. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's on anyway. We digress. <clears throat> but yes, we we digress. Uh, so yes, um, no, that's uh, that's the. Uh, only options that uh, Victor uh, can provide for you there. Great. Okay. If there's anything else I can do, please ask. Otherwise, may the Regent and all of the Saints be with you. Thank you. He gives you a nod. I have a funny feeling we're going to need it. Yeah, me too. Okay. You make your way back into the weaver's ward heading to the villain of fabric mill the distant sounds of uh, the occasional scream sometime gunfire coming five six shots at a time it sounds like that's the work of uh, uh, militia uh, militia groups patrolling the town but a lot of them seem quite focused in the area in this sort of quarter of the city, this the whole area around Spinners End, Weaver's Ward, and Cyprus, you're uh, there, there's uh, the, you've not heard much coming from, say, over in the Warrens or Olympia's Nest. It seems that your work clearing out the previous nests has borne fruit for all the chaos that is being sown here. As you make your way back to the mill, uh, you see. Uh, you look up to one of the buildings opposite uh, where Vera had been uh, keeping watch, and you do see a crouched gnomish figure who seems to uh, twig your arrival and 
proceeds to abseil down on a grappling hook from her perch, uh, folds it up, wraps it around her her waist, and uh, Vera comes out to meet you. You can see that she has at her back, uh, she's now holding her, her composite bow, uh, but she has at her back a quiver full of uh, fletched arrows. I see you've brought some help then. Yes, I hope that's all right. Not a problem. I've been keeping an eye on them. What I'm looking for hasn't emerged yet, but they've started to come back. I saw 13 go out. 12 have come back thus far. I imagine... Are they the same 12? Are they 12 of that 13, or some of those new? Couldn't tell. Too dark. I just know that 12 have come back, and I imagine that more will be coming. Yes, Did probably. any of them look like me? Uh, let me just roll a quick perception check for... Aye, one of them. I love how she doesn't right. question this, like, at all. That's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Okay, good to know. Um, right. uh... I'm gonna... Should... Shall I, um... Rub some potion in my eyes? <laughs> the see invisibility thing that she gave us. Are these are invisible. these things usually invisible? No. Um, I thought it helped if they're going to melt into shadows and try and hide from us. I'd be able to see them. Uh, they're not technically out of character. Let's talk about no. Uh, when like, when these guys yeah. vanished before, it was because when you were fighting in the grain silo, uh, they had lots of places to hide because okay. they were all the, the sacks of grain, and they can hide in sp- they, because they can squash themselves an inch thick. Uh, if need be, they could hide in sacks of grain and be, and so they had lots of cover there. Okay. Uh, but your ability to see that uh, what made it harder for them to hide wasn't that you uh, wasn't being able to counteract invisibility. It's that you lined them in fairy fire, which I ruled at the time mm. made it harder for them to hide because they are glowing. literally glowing purple. Yeah, mm. I've still got that, so that can still be really useful. Yeah. Um, okay, I went to that. Awesome. Vera's going to send to you. Now, there's one uh, little trick I can lay upon you, and she uh, nods to Corson, and you remember that she uh, described what was essentially the protection against evil and good spell. Uh, but I can only lay that on one of you, and it'll last for as long as something doesn't break my concentration. So, who do you want me to protect, of the three of you? Scamp. Yeah, Scamp. Nice Darling, you... You got touched by them... Easily, huh? I know, but you got touched by them like twice and you were nearly dead. But we've got that resistance thing now. I can That's take only a lot more if hits we die. You. True, but you're smaller. We should put it on you. Well, I'm going to need a decision from you. Oh, I don't know. For once, just don't argue with a scamp. Fine. Alright. She reaches out and touches you on the shoulder, Scamp. And Celestia and Corzin, you see slithering out of her the arms of her duster uh, is what looks like what looks almost like a, a a sort of vibrantly purple, maybe even heliotrope scaled dragon about. Uh, about a foot long, with uh, what look like dragonfly wings instead of uh, sort of dragon wings, and you can, mm. s- 
And based on Scamp's lack of reaction to it appearing and that of the th- uh, of the thugs nearby, you definitely get the uh, the feeling that this is a spirit. Mm. Uh, the uh, dragon, <laughs> the, the fly dragon, for want of a better word, Aww, uh, I like that, <laughs> curls its tail around uh, around Scamp's arm for a moment, and uh, Scamp, you feel a strange sort of protection lay around you not dissimilar to the sense of protection you felt when you had the death ward placed upon you but subtly different the uh fly dragon then uncoils and retreats back into uh uh, back into vera's duster so uh for as long as vera can maintain concentration uh on aberration celestials elementals fey fiends and undead have disadvantage on attack rolls against you, Scamp. You cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Okay. Cool. Okay, so... Um, I would like to drink uh, one of those potions of resist necrotic, please. Okay. Before we go in. Yeah, I'm going to down one just before we go in as well. Okay. Uh, Corson, are you doing the same? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, you actually see that Vera un- uh, pulls something from one of her pockets, which looks, uh, which when from the little bit of uh, inky liquid you can see as, uh, between it going from the bottle into her mouth, appears to be something quite similar, uh, very possibly the same substance. It seems she is hearing of what uh, of what you're likely to be facing has come prepared, or at least managed to find something to do the job. Oh, I okay. feel so bad for our hired hands. Yeah. No. <laughs> so we're doing oh, all this magic, shit. downing no, our potions. hang on. There's one other thing I can do. Um, before I go in, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, okay, everybody, come here, come here. I'm going to gather everyone in, like, like a football huddle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like a circle where we're all sort yeah, of yeah. clasping. Yeah. And scrum together. And I'm going to go, <laughs> okay, gang, get ready. We've got this. And the rainbow spirit is going to flare out of my hair. And I'm going to give everybody five temporary hit points with my mantle of Yay. inspiration. Yeah, the so uh, five for all. <laughs> yeah, the, including Vera. Um, you've successfully added an extra fifty percent uh, of the uh, thugs' hit points. Oh wow! <laughs> Why did we bring Shit. them? Um, extra <laughs> no, no, seriously, you upgraded targets. their effective. The, yeah, you. No, you've upgraded their effective. Um, uh, Survivability. Operational lifespan. <laughs> God. They, they, can, they might last three turns now. Shut up. <laughs> That's not good to know. I didn't want to know that. <laughs> um, no, these guys could, could be surprisingly helpful. Uh, okay, so... Uh, you can, By the way, uh, if, unless you guys give these guys specific commands, they will just operate on their own initiative. Mm. Uh, like, they will just do whatever yeah. they think is wisest to do, which will probably default to keep trying to keep themselves alive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, okay. So you have uh, you are once again in front of the Villeneuve Fabric Mill. Uh, it is, as mentioned, a three-story building. Uh, you have already done a degree of scouting into the ground floor, first floor, and second floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that the uh, uh, as a quick reminder, just of information you've already found. Uh, you know that the there is a stairwell up in the north uh, western corner, but it is treacherous. 
you have you you remember that on the second uh, on the second story, so the first floor, <laughs> there is a uh, foreman's chamber, and that on the second floor. Uh, there is which is sorry the second floor which is to say the third story god damn it I might just settle on stories for sanity here uh, on the third story there is uh, the the whole place has been not quite blacked out but it seems like grime has covered at the windows from the inside and it's hard to see what's in there you know that there's something in the center and that there is that there are at least six large pieces of uh, industrial you know uh, textiles equipment essentially just uh, looms mm -hmm. I've done some extremely vague drawings of this from last time if either of you would like me to send them to you mm. they're really vague yeah. but they might at least help you get your brain straight yeah uh, so let me send those on the chat They've at least got like where the stairs are and where the office is and that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Would would you, for the uh, sake of completeness, be able to uh, include this on the websites or such? I mean, uh, I can do. They're really not very good. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'll, I'll make a note and possibly uh, this is a possibly. I may be able to do a diagram uh, for the, the uh, for, uh, on the on the website. So note. Do... Yeah, mine are literally boxes with other boxes in. So, listeners, if we don't do that, you're not missing much by not yeah. seeing my drawings. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, how do you want to proceed? Stealthily. Very stealthily. Okay. Uh, stealthily, fair enough. Uh, oh, then... can I put my shit cloak on? Yes. So that I get rid of the disadvantage. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, you you cover up your strikingly white clothes. Yes, because I'm not a complete fucking idiot. However, yeah. I might like acting like one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if um, if they seem to be nesting on the third floor, can we scale the walls and go in through a skylight? Uh, the I mean, you haven't. Well, you've something's you've the seen the roof from from the ground floor. You know that there aren't skylights. There are there are third uh, third story windows. They are quite narrow, and you would need to break through them. I'm going to say this in character because right. I think it's more fun. Um, I think it might be worth checking all the floors. I think clearing it as we go is probably all right. Then yeah. uh, I say the big bads at the top, but. I mean, if they've darked it up, that's probably where all the bad stuff's going to be. Oh, although I do. They've only darked it up with dirt, and I do have that handy cleaning spell thing. So that could be helpful. But you could only do one window at a time, and we have to be inside, don't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it could at least get us some light. It would be a start. Um, that's a good thing to think of for when we're up there. Yeah. But for now, um, I think... Yeah, we're right. We've got to go in on the ground floor and work our way up. Okay, work our way I'm up. I'm going to set now that there are 35 minutes to dawn. Oh boy. Okay. So you like just because of the time it take it took to get here to do other things to prepare, mm. you have 35 minutes till dawn. Okay. Uh, which 
depending on how you play things, may or may not be, uh, may or may not factor into your plans. I mean, that might be good because the thing is, when it's dawn, more of them are going to come back. So because we're here before dawn, we might be able to take out some of them. But the thing then... upstairs. Yeah. We have to get that thing before dawn, which means we don't have time to rest at any point. Yeah, we really don't. Um, We've got to keep going. I mean, should we just go straight up to the top and then worry about the rest later? I think the best of both worlds here is going to be that we make sure that by dawn, those shadows, at the very least, do not have a place to come back to. They'll go somewhere else and then we can't find them. It's better that they can come back here and we can do it. Yeah. True enough, I suppose. I think we try and take out the big thing and as many as we can of the shadows before they come back. And then, when they do come back, hopefully we don't have to fight them all at once, because we'll have taken some out already. Alright. Alright. Let's do this. So, how do you want to enter? Stealthily. <laughs> so, by what means do you wish to enter the building? Is there a door? Yes, there's a front door. I'm just wondering, like, do you want to go in the front door, or are you planning to scale the walls, or...? Uh... Are there any other doors besides that one? There are no other doors that you've seen besides that one. Okay, let's go through that yes, one. Yes, that's our option then. Okay. You try the uh, front doorway. It is unlocked. Two door. Stealth. Yeah, can I have <laughs> stealth checks from please? All of you, please. <laughs> oh, that's not actually oh, bad for me. Where's my new dice? New dice. Okay, that's a 16. Um, 13. 17. Okay, do one for Vera. New dice, who dis? Why have you started laughing when you rolled for Vera? Uh, and the thumbs. It's either really, really good or really, really bad. <laughs> which. It's going to be really, it's really, gonna really bad. It's going to be really bad. Well, the thug's got a 19. To Vera roll a 1. Wow. Yeah. As you come in, like, okay, so you push the doors open. There is a... They, they open with very little sound, just a sort of... And inside, you can see there is a wide open space i said before it's about 50 feet uh, from east to west 30 feet from south to to north there are a large series of uh of bales of uh just you know uh, just like old uh, fabric piled in the south uh, eastern corner there's a heavy crate in the north uh, uh in the northeastern corner to the northwest, uh, there are the stairs, and there are about uh, six heavy, uh, essentially industrial looms uh, spaced evenly about the chamber. Everything is covered in a thin layer of dust, but there are, as far as you can see, no shadows springing out to catch you. Can I try and spot some that are? Yes. Can we have a look? Yeah, you, you can make a perception check. <laughs> okay. Certainly none have just hit your passive perception. Natural 20. Well, I got a 15, but I feel like that's irrelevant next to the natural 20. Okay. <laughs> Which with my modifier becomes a 20. <laughs> Scanning the room carefully, you feel like, no. Like, you feel confident that there are no shadows on this floor. I, here. I say quietly, but hopefully so that everyone can hear it. Right. Everybody who has the ability to make light of any kind have it ready yeah I mean don't do it straight away I'd say element of surprise and all that but yes you're quite right have it ready 
Okay. Shaz uh, takes out a hooded lantern, uh, hooks it to her belt, and gets ready to uh, light the oil wick inside when the time Just is right. In case this is needed as reference, I'm readying a dancing light spell. Okay. I've got my torch out, not lit, but out. Out and ready. Cool. Is that the uh, the the, yeah, magic, the magic torch? torch. Excellent. What was the magic torch? Uh, it's it can't be put out. Just oh, out. that one. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah that one. Uh, and it won't run out. Yeah, it never runs out. If I shoot a firebolt and it goes through it, can I light it that way? Yeah, for the sake of, for for rule of coolness, that's fine. For drama, <laughs> yeah. I'll let you light it at like. Because that's not going to be my primary attack, but I could combine an attack and a lighting that way. Yeah, I mean, like classically, like lighting a torch is a bonus action. So as long as you, right, as long as you, mind. I've got bonus actions to spare. Yeah, as long as you, as long as you spend the bonus action, you know, holding the torch up whilst you're fireballing past it, <laughs> that's fine. Um, okay. You're looking around. There's, where do you, how do you want to proceed? Up the stairs or any other way? Stealthily. I mean, yes. Stealthily stealth up check the still, stairs. Stealth check still. Up the, yeah, up the stairs. Okay. I hate that there's nothing on the first floor. Yep. It's really creeping me out. Okay, the eight <laughs> of you proceed to creep stealthily, making your way up towards the stairs. As you do so, oh God, that music is about halfway up the steps <sighs> when. Crack! Oh no! Vera's foot just goes through a step. Nothing else happens. Ow. You're so tiny. I thought gnomes were supposed to be sneaky. Shit. Sorry. Well, that's racist. What? She awkwardly <laughs> removes her foot. Um, she seems uninjured, but that like it produced a ridiculously loud noise. Yeah, yeah. Vera rolled a natural one in her stealth check. <laughs> I like how you like held the natural one until it was most annoying. <laughs> like... <laughs> However, ascending up to the second story. I'm going to say that the surprise is gone and maybe light would be better. Yeah, I think I think that sounded a little bit like somebody let a gun off. I give Vera a look. So maybe we should just light the place up. Yeah. <sighs> Sh- Shaz lights the... Uh, 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 her oil lantern and is now which is now just exuding a, it's mirrored so it's exuding a cone of uh, dim orange light I do a very soft wing on my guitar and four balls of light fly out <laughs> and, and surround us torch. purple light obviously yeah. as always uh, burning without smoke or scent curiously the old stick cool. uh, bursts into a nice strong yellow flame uh, it is still like putting your hand near it just to check. Yeah, it is actually a hot flame. It just doesn't feel like it's necessarily burning anything. Mm. Do I need both hands to cast? One I... hand, one free hand is the one rule. Okay, so I don't because I can always ask a friend to carry it for me Aww. if I need to. <laughs> I was thinking, but if I've got one hand free, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's also it's like a Minecraft tool. Yeah, it just never oh. goes out. Yeah, it is. <laughs> never fill. Oh, I haven't played Minecraft in so. Never long. fills your your hallways <laughs> with thick cloying smoke either. I've literally never questioned that in Minecraft, and I've just realised. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> never, never thought about it. <laughs> the fact that they are fun, yeah, they're that they break the. I mean, you know, of all the things in Minecraft to break the laws of thermodynamics, but I mean, anyway, the floating trees <laughs> are the best. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so. Moving up to the second story, you go up the stairs. These are step switchback steps, so you so you pause at the landing. There is a route up to the third story as well, 
But looking out, you can see, again, there is just... This space is much more empty looking. In the in the southwestern corner, there is a huge pile of molding uh, of molding wool, um, just and like not spun wool either, just like you know fresh uh, sheep's wool. Uh, but again, six equidistant uh, machines. These seem to be these seem to be industrial uh, machines to do with uh, actually spinning. Uh, you know, thread in you know, into uh, wall rather than the looms below. And uh, in the nor northeastern corner, you can see that partitioned off there uh, with uh, cheap wooden siding is the uh, supervisor's office with a cheap wooden door. Do we nothing see else anything happens. else? Let's look for shadows yeah. again. Still looking. Okay. Yeah, perception check. Oh, the same check exactly. Another, um, oh no, more actually. Nope, nope, less. 15. I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. Oh. That's a 23 from me. Okay. Uh, gonna think about that. Says. Looking around, causing, you can't see any sign of shadows here. And shadows are notoriously silent, but you can feel like I haven't really described this yet, but um, and I and I will actually. Go, as you were walking your way through the streets tonight, it has been it's been dry. There's been no rain, but it has been like winter. It feels like winter has come. Uh, it, it, you know, it has finally started to uh, to arrive. It has been bone chillingly cold and the winds are high and it's like you know where they've touched your skin it's been uh, they've been cutting through your flesh to your bones you are indoors there is no wind here except that for a small amount it is just sort of whistling through that one hole in one of the uh, uh, one of the windows but as you get further up causing everything feels colder and you can feel that same sort of chill in your bones and it definitely feels like it's coming from above. And you can hear something sort of like a... Just a strange, just below your conscious hearing sound reverberating from the floor above. I say to this, can everyone else hear that? what now that it's been pointed out to you, you 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 listen for it and you can just hear that strange and you hear i wish i couldn't there are whispers yeah we're in the right place i'm gonna give you a piece of advice when we get up there don't look directly into it what do you mean? Does it have we eyes? Are we looking? In, are we not looking into its eyes? No, no, no. The, when it comes out, it'll it'll be fine to look at it. But the place it comes from, don't spend too long looking into it. Wait, what? What is it? It's a hole in the world. Right. Merciful region. Well, fuck. Well, I'm here to well, I'm here to close it. So let's get on with it then. Okay. Uh, 
you're go- so you're going to look at the uh, supervisor's room? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Working your way across, the floorboards just creak, creak. I'd like to be moving light into every possible corner. Yeah, while you're just like filling this room everything. with lights. The you know as you're going, Shaz is sort of turning the uh, the hooded lantern on her waist. All four of the thugs have their muskets out and ready as well. Mm. Can I open the door from a distance with thaumaturgy? <laughs> That's not actually a bad idea. Oh, the door slams open. Not, not loudly. Because not loudly. Just. It just says open, doesn't it? Oh no, it says slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the door slams open. That's alright. I go. To, I tend to scamp and I go, don't worry, everybody already heard Vera anyway. <laughs> Vera sort <Catty>. of <laughs> coughs quietly. <laughs> Sorry. She does, however, draw a an arrow and just gently knocks it to the uh, uh, to the uh, to the bowstring, just keeping it ready. Um, okay, the door s- slams open. A small cloud of dust rises from the floor nearby. Nothing emerges from the room. Can I take a second to coat my rapier in oil? Or is that, are we too late? No, 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 no. Combat has not started I'm as far as you're aware. i do that because I think I might try and save spells for the big thing. Okay. You, uh, you coat your rapier with the beast oil. So your rapier attacks and does damage at plus one and can affect shadows normally. So plus one to normal damage. Uh, normal damage and attack. Cool, Essentially, cool, cool, cool. for an hour, it makes it a plus one weapon. Yeah. And cool. also, yeah. Okay, I think damage. I might. Yeah. I think I might have Corzin do that with the other sword that he has okay. that isn't. Um, yeah, isn't uh, dishonor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ghost oil. <laughs> yeah, you coat your weapons. Uh, Vera doesn't do anything like this, but she seems confident in the use of her arrows and you notice as she's drawn the arrow out the tip of the arrowhead appears to be made from um slightly crude glass rather mm. than uh, mm. rather than steel interesting um is it obsidian no it appears to be just um, no, a sort of clearish yeah clearish glass so you turn you move carefully around keeping a fair distance from the door ready to attack but within you see there is a small overseer's desk and chair, a, cu- a, a, a filing cabinet, and a hole in the ceiling from which a knotted rope has been draped. Ooh. Oh, this is so ominous, I hate it. Actually, the stairs are broken up to the third floor. So we could, we could use this. That's probably the only way in or out. I mean, unless we get. Let's make absolutely sure of that, though, before we use. Unless it. we use my climber's kit to go up what used to be the stairs. You could get on my back. I could climb up, and then we could pull everybody else up. Yeah, looking over at the stairs, you can see that um, while they might look functional at first glance, someone or something has sawed away parts of the support so that any amount of actual weight would cause them to collapse. Mm. Saints, damn it! That's my trick. <laughs> it occurs to you, Corzin, that there is something that at least looks very much like you here. Uh, oh, no. oh dear! Right, Grim. <laughs> that's very upsetting. Um. So, 
Well, that answers us another uh, important question, then. Is, do any of these shadows retain any of the knowledge that they had in life? The answer is now at least a little bit, isn't it? I think they probably retained some of the behaviour. Like, the little girl was skipping the... Yeah, the... The old man had the hunch still. True, maybe it's habits rather than actual, you know, memories or anything. They don't seem to be intelligent enough to have proper memories. We can discuss this later when they're we all... We can, let's go and kill some dead. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says dead kind of... Unsure? <laughs> yeah. So, where... How are you proceeding then? You're going up... The, you're planning to go up the rope? I do feel a little bit funny about taking the same route that the shadows have taken because I feel like they'll be all looking at it when we get up there. I could be being paranoid, though. That could not be a thing. Just because you're paranoid, just... Yeah. One at a time thing. Yeah. We don't want to be going up one after the other, surely. Not really, no. That's... It's a choke point, that's not good. Send up some of your light first. Yes. Okay, what if... In all si- Send one up the rope. Yeah. Pew! One okay. up the rope and one with us. The light goes up the rope. The light flies up the rope and it hovers gently up at the top. You can see that the whole... You, can, you can't make up much of the room above because you know, of your limited viewpoint, but you can see the ceiling at least above. Uh, it's uh, yeah. It just it just follows the arch of the roof, and it looks as if the whole, all of the wooden beams, the walls, and everything are just covered in dull black grime. And actually, I'd like you to make a a wisdom check. Anyone who wants to. Yeah, no, go on then. We'll do. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Fourteen. Five. Twelve. <laughs> Causing and scamp. Looking at it, this looks less like... There's a part of you that immediately assumes, okay, this is the decay from so many shadows present, but looking at it, no. It looks more as if something has taken a bucket of dirty water and just splashed it across the surfaces, probably with a mind to blocking out light. Mm. Well, it's very practical. Yeah. Disturbingly practical, actually. Can we, yeah. can we clear this off? Um, I can only do it within ten foot, darling. Yeah, you need oh, to be right. up there, and you are, you can't clearly see a window, f- like from with your from beneath mm. where you are. Yeah. Also, I imagine it's right. too high. It's going to be more than ten feet. It's, it's more than ten feet because yeah, like, they, like you yeah. could you could just about clean the ceiling of the floor you're on. What if I climbed a little way up the rope and then tried to clean it? Um, you could clean a bit of wall, maybe. It depends on what you can able to see. Can't see any windows, though. Yeah. Can I? Also, yeah. you can see through the windows on this level, like you know, especially the hole in one window, and uh, like yeah, it's still a good thirty minutes to dawn. Okay. All right. If it comes to it, oh, we'll yeah. just have to break them. Yeah, we can, we can do that. But there's no rush. It's not exactly light outside. Mm. Getting there though, right? This is where I really start to wish that I'd taken the shatter spell. That would have been a really good decision. (laughs) I didn't though, unfortunately. So, (laughs) should we try the stairs, but leave one of the lights up there? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I guess if I 
put some pythons up the wall, we can all climb up them. Could, would that work, DM? Out of character? <laughs> Not in Celestia for a second. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Like, if you if you spread all your pythons out and, um, you know, Vera has a couple of her own that she can supply, uh, you guys could essentially try and climb up the part of the... Essentially, like, climbing up the side of the staircase uh, and avoiding the bit that has been sabotaged. And it would be uh, quicker. It would be, yeah, I'd, al- I'd allow four of you to get up at a time. You'd each have to make an athletics check. Cool. Should we do that, then? Only one of you can wear the climbing harness, though. So only one of you gets advantage on that check. Yeah. Uh... Ha- have that be the first person so they can help other people as they go yeah. up. Like I say, four of you can go up at a time. So you could go. So you could all go up and then have the uh, minions follow. Or if you wanted to be dicks, you could send the minions up first. <laughs> what if um, this is a logistic question? What if I put Corzin on my back and we went up together? I guess yeah, you could take a fifth person up then, um, because Corson is Corson is small yeah. enough. I would need because I feel like it's stupid a, to yeah. send one person up on their own, but it yeah. is my climbers kit, so it makes sense that I would be the one. Okay, yeah, doing no, no, it. I would, I would, and I'm I'd have doubtless the lightest person. I would also, have, you'll be the best at pulling people up. Because yeah, you're I would strong. have. I'll have still have calls and make an athletics check to hold on, but yeah, yeah, yep. But I would get my normal That's advantage, fine. or would that fuck me? Like. <sighs> I'd say I'd allow it. Oh, no, I'll let you do the the advantage, but I'll probably raise the DC by two because yeah, the fair. extra weight. Yeah, fair. So I tend to cause him. Bear in mind that because of the of the width of the staircase, even with you going up this oblique way, four of you can go up. Well, five yeah. with Cosmo on your back. So, are you going to put, send the four of you and maybe Rusty or Shaz up for that? Up sound good, in the guys. First wave. Sounds smart. Yep. All right, let's do this. Um, I, I crouch all <laughs> the smart. way down, all the way down. <laughs> Cause and jump on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I never thought this was going to be big on dignity, but uh, it's all right. You look really cute. Come on. <laughs> He's going to kill me. <laughs> daggers. It's <laughs> all right. You're on my back. I can't fucking see the daggers. I'm going to roll my athletics check. Oh, natural okay. twenty, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, an athletics for everyone else yep. coming up. Okay, that was a nine for me. I rolled very oh, badly. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to you. Yeah, as you're as you're working your way up, Celestia, you're you're, you're easily making your way up these pythons. You look back and Corzin has like not you left up a little bit too early, and Corzin hadn't quite managed to get the his grips. So you managed to grab his arm and pull him a little tighter around you before you make your way up. Okay, uh, scamp. Eleven. Okay, that's fine. Like these, you know, it's it's enough with the with the pythons clearly hammered into place. You guys had had long since given up trying to be very stealthy about this. <laughs> We're doing this really hard. Hammer, hammer, hammer. Vera, uh, Vera skillfully just sort of climbs up like a monkey. Uh, Rusty tries to get up, but one of the pythons falls out and he plumps to the ground. Uh, so he, Shaz, Knuckles and Spoons will come up on the next round. Uh, speaking of rounds, so the four of you, the four of you, causing on Celestia's back, uh, clamber up to the top of the stairwell. Looking around at the third floor, this whole, as I said, all of the walls and mirrors, uh, sorry, and uh, windows have been coated in thin black grime, like they've been splashed there to, uh, to provide obfuscation. But 
the presence of this many shadows has created, uh, has affected this place and maybe something else as well. The woods of the floorboards, the, of the support beams seems twisted and warped in places as if it's been exposed to the elements. The uh, six, um, uh, the six heavy loom, uh, looms that are in the room are covered in far more dust and actually what looks like mold and rot which shouldn't and, and rust uh, all over them uh, you can see in the far north uh, uh, northeastern corner there is the hole in the in the floor with uh, with the rope uh, tied to one of the machines uh, but what draws your eye what draws your eye in this moment before you can before you're able to react is what's in the centre of this room. It looks like the air parts, like something has slashed the world open. And it's kind of hard to focus. It's like there's a... Like, in the way that when you cut into... if When you cut into flesh, if you cut beneath the bottom layer of the skin, skin tension makes the wound go circular rather than flat. Ugh. It's pulled oh. open at the sides and you can see just something like strange black mists and maybe if you were to focus on it you could make out some sort of landscape beyond but it's no. but it's hard to tell <laughs> tell me if you do try and focus oh, on no. it at any point no <laughs> but the tear is is dripping black ichor onto the floor around it oh, there's God. a pool of it around this wound in the world and you can see that strange plants seem to be growing up out of the icor, made out of what looks like bone and fingernails, just oh. clustering around mm. this hole. Um, there are also a dozen shadows. Shit. Uh, they six of them are clustered around the hole uh, near, the, uh, uh, but the. <laughs> Uh, we're clustered around the hole at the far side of the room, uh, just in case you decided to come up that way. But the other six are towards the centre, and they're all turned and facing uh, the four of you as you come up, including the uh, shadowy replica of Corzin. May I have everybody right. roll initiative? Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, balls. <laughs> Ten. A dirty twenty. Eight. Nice. <laughs> okay. Let's get, let's get twenty. Uh, Vera. One moment. Just doing these. Oh, so much for rusty income. <laughs> and then the shadows. Okay. So. Scamp, you're up first. Oh no, I don't want to be up. Six of the shadows, as I say, are clustered around the hole. The other six are, again, fairly clustered around the central wound. The uh, the far ones are around are just about forty feet away from you. Uh, the near ones are about twenty feet away. Right. Um. Is there anything else? Uh, beyond Apart what I've just 
Apart from the hole? No, nothing nothing else yet. Okay, so whatever Vera's thing is. He said yet. Yeah. Mark this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna chromatic orbit. Let's start using the spell slots. Okay. And I will I will Oh twin it. How much does that cost me? Brain stuff. Uh, spend sorcery points equal to the level. Oh, okay, I'll use two sorcery points then and twin this one. And I will. Tides of Chaos! Oh, before you can do that, however. Oh no, there's one. One is hanging over, over, so can I have. I had just noticed this. And this seems like a dramatic moment. Roll me a d100. Shit. 74? 74! Okay, so there are... There are, conveniently, 20 entities. So can you roll me a d20, please? Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> We're all going to fall asleep or something, aren't we? One. Scamp. <laughs> this... Yeah, I'm going to include you in this. Uh, you feel just this horrible revulsion, this nausea swell within you, uh, and it's it's almost mind-numbingly sickening. For the next three hours, you are poisoned. Fuck's oh. sake, man! Random creature within sixty feet. There are twenty creatures within sixty feet, including yourself. And you rolled a one, yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether to be super pedantic because it says within 20 feet of 60 feet of you does that mean I'm included I have chosen to include you okay DM's fiat on that uh I fair enough like uh, super inconvenient <laughs> yeah but I'm no yeah. no I, I chose to include you on this one um yep. just because well it seemed fair under the circumstances um does that so but that happens before I can cast the spell. Uh, oh, I'll s I'm going to be generous and say this happens. No, because you're invoking Tides of Chaos to give yourself advantage. So I think it does. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, yes. So I've got disadvantage on both of them. And one becomes a straight yeah. roll. Sorry. Natural one. Yeah. That's such an ass. Tides of chaos. Okay, Sometimes so it's terrible. I will go for how close are the how close are the ones in the twenty feet the from you? How close? And the ones round the hole. Uh, forty feet. I'll go for the twenty feet ones. Hang on, does protection uh, from good and evil do anything for poison? Uh, not for it. It only protects her from being sorry them from being poisoned by. I think uh, if it does protect them from being poisoned, it protects them from being poisoned by no, one it of them. It does. Charm frightened. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. actually make a difference. No, I just remembered it was a thing, and I thought I'd ask. Okay, um, so disadvantage is a twelve. Okay, that uh, I think that just hits. That does indeed just hit. And then the one that's a straight roll is like a twenty something, twenty-three. Yeah, that definitely hits. Um, so what is this? I will go for lightning damage. Why not? Okay. 
So the first one is ooh, 25. 25. Halved to 12, but still very effective. Okay. Um, Excellent. And the second one, less good, 15. Halved to 7, but still, yeah. Or as ever, these the lightning's not as affecting them as much as you'd like, but it is still effective. As one of the balls... Nothing I can do does! As one of the balls strikes them, you see it sort of... As um, sparks of lightning fly out of it, ridding it of most of its shadow stuff. A pale version of itself still remains. Uh, is there anything else you can do this round? Um... Not usefully, so I'm going to move. Is there anywhere I can get any cover from these things? Anywhere I can uh, back away from them? You, the, in terms of cover, because of the treacherous state of the steps, the only way to get cover would be to hide behind one of the machines, which would take you closer and wouldn't help in the event of being attacked in melee. Mm. However, uh, so long as Vera can maintain uh, concentration, they do have disadvantage attacking you. Yeah, but I, I know how fast they move. Yeah. If I can step back a bit, I'll be out the range of the six. If you, away I'd me. say, if you want to make a... I almost want to say this is an acrobatics check. You could try... You could try your luck on backing into the stairwell. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'll be in the way of the people coming up. I'll leave okay. it. Uh, so, Vera is... Um, <laughs> Quite annoyed at what's just happened, but she does seem to recognise the uh, symptoms at least. Um, and as she swings up next to you, she, you hear a comment. You know, I really would have pre preferred to come out attacking, but never mind. And she sm she thumps you in the chest, uh, causing a celestia. You see the uh, fly dragon uh, leap out and bite. Uh, 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 Scamp in the chest before retracting back into her sleeve. Scamp, you feel the poison purged from you. Oh, helpful. Yep, Sorry. there goes one of her second level spell slots. <laughs> I could have coped. Yeah, she, she... For a split second until he realises um, what's going on, Corson's about to go what the hell? Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Vera is going to... Vera is going to try and do the dangerous thing and uh, perch on the... Actually, no, she's going to uh, move... But there's not a lot of good options for her. Uh, she is probably going to have to move to... She's going to move 25 feet south and try and get further along the room to event so that she can eventually try and uh, take cover. But uh, not in a good position. Damn, I need to use that. <laughs> Uh, she does seem to pick... Uh, she does seem to focus her attention on one of the shadows, though. And you see something... The the tip of her... The sort of glass tip of one of her arrows seems to sparkle a little. You're not quite sure what effect that's going to have. Mm. Okay. Uh, that makes it causing next. Okay. Is the shadow causing part of the group that's close to us? Or it's the, part of the central part, group. Right. All right. In which case, then, he is going to attempt to position himself so he can get all of them in a uh, blast of grape shot from his uh, blunderbuss. 
I'm just going to roll. If that is indeed yeah, it possible. Might be. I'm going to I'm going to roll and see how many of them you can, because they are you know. He's also going to cast Hunter's Mark on the uh, the Corson one. Okay, by sheer chance. Because I rolled a six. All of them are within the rank of uh, are within the rank of grape shot, uh, and I'm going to say that I'm going to say that it's um, calls in shadow first, then the two that have already been lightninged. But uh, sorry, uh, sorry, calls in shadow first, then two uh, uninjured ones behind it, and then the three behind uh, three behind, including the two that have already been lightninged. So yes, you can actually get all of them. Right, um, and you calls in. Yep. Uh, uh, Corson says to the others I ate the egg before I got this pulling it out um, <laughs> running up to, uh, to it cocking it and then just unloading into all of them <laughs> <laughs> okay roll um, roll separately you know roll 1d6 then add 1d6 then add 1d6 and give me the, uh, the three results I'm going to roll some uh, some deck saves okay uh, they've got a dex save of DC 14. Four. four. Okay, that's four for the first. Three for the second, so that's seven. And two for the uh, the third. Disappointing, but thematically accurate. Uh, so, sorry, can you give me those as totals again, please? Because I, 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 I was... Okay, four and three is yep. seven, plus two is nine. Cool, so four, seven, nine. Calls in, uh, calls in Shadow was one of the two that managed to successfully make their save. Uh, so of course it was. His, he only takes uh, four points of blunderbuss damage. But do I get the Hunter's Mark But you damage do get the Hunter's Mark damage, so you can roll that. Okay, so that's an extra d6. Five. Okay. Not enough to kill him, but uh, he is... Yeah, he's... Look, it, as the blast rips through him... The uh, moonlit uh, uh, grape shot, just a uh, scatter shot, seems to uh, tear sections of the sh of the shadow stuff away. Uh, behind the two behind him are uh, they were already fairly tough, so they uh, they do so, yeah they so they take part of the blast but are still standing. Um, the three behind one was not particularly injured to start with. Uh, it was not injured to start with and consequently is fine. Another manages to dive behind one of the uh, pieces of uh, you know, one of the industrial looms. But the third one is caught dead in the centre of the blast and is torn to pieces. One down. Mm. Okay. Alright. Uh, I don't think there's anything else I can do. Uh, it's um. a You've already used, yeah, you already used your bonus action to cast uh, Hunter's Mark, but the Corson is now marked. Okay, next up, it is Celestia. How many of them can I get into a 20-foot cube? I've got a 60-foot of range. Either these, uh, either of the two groups, so the f now five that are in the centre, who are all to varying degrees injured, or the six off to the uh, uh, far away who are uninjured. Um, oh, I don't know. Um, hmm. I guess maybe I'll go for the more. More injured ones. Okay. No, you're going... I mean, I'll go for the bigger number. Sorry, I realized oh, I just sorry. said more. Um, yeah, I'll go for the 
bigger number. Okay, you go for the six so that clustered around the hall. Yeah, because that's efficient, I think. So yeah. I will um, simultaneously strum my guitar and, and uh, do a little ding with my heel on my xylophone. And um, hmm. basically what happens is the dancing lights all come back in with the twang <laughs> on the guitar. And with the ding on the xylophone, it goes back out, but it becomes a little blanket of light that outlines the shadows if okay, they fail so a dex save anyway. So it's a DC nice. 15. <laughs> One success. Two successes. Three successes. Okay. Three of them managed to... Uh, sort of, uh, man- <laughs> would just happen to be bu- uh, duck behind three others, uh, so that the fairy fire illuminates three of those six. But the other three literally are such a waste of that fucking spell. I can't even like. Can only do that once a day. They, oh well. They all, they all rolled over fifteen on naturals. <laughs> those three yeah. happens. Yeah, uh, I know. Okay, so uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything else I want to do. I think. I think I'm going to leave it for now. Okay, so then that makes it the shadow's turn. Looking at the uh, four of you, they're going to split themselves uh, accordingly. Those at the very far end, uh, I'm going to say, because Vera has actually moved... Okay, Vera's the, Vera's the only one who's got who's out of range of the six at the far end. So three of them are going to go for Scamp. Three are going to go for Celestia as they just rush over, barely seeming to move their legs, but moving twi- uh, uh, you know, twice as fast as, say, Causin could move. Um, the five in the centre... How pissed off are they? One of them peels off to go for Vera. Uh, the others, however, all seem to very much focus in on the one who just grape-shotted them with a weapon that can actually harm them. Mm. Uh, so I'll do the attack against Vera first, just because it's easiest. That hits, actually. Bad news for V. Uh, she takes... 2d6 plus 2. Do that one last so she doesn't lose concentration. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I'll, I'll put, she's got her concentration up for this one even if she loses it. So, so it becomes 11 halved to 5 because she is uh, uh, protected and loses 2 halved to 1 point of strength. Okay, then it's uh, and a concentration check. Yep, she maintains a concentration. Okay, so uh, we'll do the five against sorry the four against Causin first. Okay. Uh, so that's a uh, fourteen. Does not hit. Nope. Dirty twenty. Nope. So one of them hits, does 14 half to 7 points of necrotic damage, and 4 half to 2 points of strength Mm. damage. And that was, and I'm going to say that was causing, that was uh, shadow causing. Oh, right, okay. Kill it. So uh, minus 2 on the strength, and 7. As shadow cause, as this shadow causing plunges his hand into causing his chest, 
you see his features start to get a little bit more defined, looking looking oh. as if it's less just a shadow cause and more like some sort of illusory duplicate carved out of of a shadowy substance. Oh, God. He seems to be becoming just a little Perfect. bit more real. Okay, the um, okay. So next up, there. Uh, next up is the three against uh, Scamp. So these are all at disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, which is good. So yeah, your AC is fifteen right now, isn't it? Because okay, yeah. so one fail, two fail, three fail. All of them roll. They rolled 17, 18, and nineteen on the higher die of each oh. of those. So uh, okay, and then uh, the, they reach and they start to claw and grab at you, but you're able to pull yourselves away. You notice. You notice one of them uh, glowing with uh, two of them actually. One of uh, both of which are glowing with fairy fire. Are one of which is a small orphan girl's shadow. Another of which is the shadow of a guardsman. Oh dear. Yeah. So. Well, as we know where they went. Yeah, it solves that mystery. Mm. And you already destroyed the old woman's shadow, so she's not coming into this fight. Uh, three against Celestia, 17. Yeah, it's. Yeah, 18, 19. Fucking hell, they all hit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucked. Okay, so that's uh, seven half to three points of necrotic from the first one. Uh, then eleven half to five for the second one. Yep. And then nine half to four for the third one. So nine. Yeah. Okay, I'm still up, so it could be worse. One. One. One second. One. I need. I need yeah. a minute. That's right. Do those. Right. I've done. I've done that. Three so. points of strength damage total because of your resistance. Okay. So my strength is yeah. Ten, which means my modifier is zero. Yeah. Yeah. strength as, as you just feel the shadowy hands passing through you. You're not quite able to gain purchase in your heart but still pulling threads of your life with you as they go. Ugh. Okay, Rusty and Co. can finally act. Yeah. Uh, they use their entire turn to get up to the top of the stairwell but they are at least there now and have now successfully joined the fight. Shoot the ball. Okay. Really glad we brought other people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Scamp, you actually beating initiative count twenty. So at the top of the round, you go first. Um. Oh. They are all within melee, aren't they? Yeah, everyone's within melee. Awesome. They're all within melee of someone now. But with me, I've got. How many on uh, Three. Three on you. Yeah, so three on you, three on uh, on Celestia, four on Corzin, one on Vera. Rusty and co. have actually taken up a position behind you so that they can f hmm. fire without uh, taking disadvantage. Oh, I really wish I had some area of effect stuff. Oh, well. Um... I have nothing good. I, I guess I'm going to do... 
uh, Frostbite, the one of the ones in front. Which one are they particularly injured? The ones in front. Uh, of them? Any of them? No, none of these guys have been no. hit yet because they're the ones who are off on the other side. Okay, are there any that are looking like they're gonna be on? I say death. Um, fading. The fading ones are. There are two ones that look fairly, you know, weak, but not 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 quite on on destruction's door around Corzin. Good. This is problematic. It's the problem uh, with things that are resistant to everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are the fairy? Oh, uh, the fairy fired ones. Hat. Two of them are attacking you. One is attacking uh, Celestia. Oh, chromatic orb. One of those, I guess, which gives me advantage and disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, would you like to pick the little girl, the guardsman, or just some random shadow? Uh, Guardsman was an okay. <laughs> You're no longer, you're no longer poisoned, so you don't have disadvantages uh, anymore, do you? He's in melee with me. Yeah. yeah. Oh right, I see. Ah. Okay. Yeah. But all my other spells are so weak and they're resistant that there's no point. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair. <laughs> I'm likely to do one damage. A whole damage. Uh, <laughs> that's fourteen to hit. Hits roll damage. Oh. I did a damage. Ten. <laughs> oh, halves to five, but at least it's something. As the as the ball of as the ball of lightning strikes it, you can see that it t- does tear away, uh, burn away some of the shadow. Anything else you want to do? Um. Hmm. Ooh. No, I don't want to... Well, wasting spell slots. I have so few spells. Uh, I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. Okay. I could get away, but I don't think I should. Okay. As you finish up, there is a strange sort of... sound, and the, it, and the wound in the world seems to pulse for a moment as if stretching slightly. No other immediate effect. Ugh. Vera. Okay, Vera goes next. Uh, she is going to lowering her bow to the side. She draws a short sword. Uh, well, it's actually more like a, a, a long knife, a halfling style sex. And as she flicks her hand with it, the blade seems to turn from steel momentarily to some sort of prismatic rainbowed glass. Ooh. And she's going to try and stab the uh, one immediately in front of her. Uh, which is that a one? Uh, which yeah, that hits. Uh, so this does. As it strikes, I guess that's a total. Okay. Uh, you notice that the uh, blade seems to pierce it, uh, pierce the shadow, and as she pulls it up. It actually seems to strike it as effectively. As if it was, uh, as if it, uh, you know, as if she was using, say, dishonor. Uh, sorry, using dishonor or death uh, mm. to try and touch it. The rainbow effect fades, but she takes another swing at it, just with it as a normal steel uh, blade. Uh, and with as damaged as it already is, this seems to be enough to just do it in. The, lo- uh, the second cut tears it into just threads of shadow. She retreats all the way to the far side of the room, uh, taking a degree of cover behind one of the industrial uh, machines 
and this time you know, picks her bow back up and gets ready to fire again. Uh, that's, that's all she can do for this round. Corzin, you are being mobbed by uh, four shadows. One of which is uh, okay. you. Okay. Uh, Corzin kind of grits his teeth against the, uh, uh, the cold, icy tendrils around his heart and says, You seem to have mistaken me as a man who's afraid of his own shadow. <laughs> and it cuts through... Um, his doppelganger's uh, hand with one of his uh, swords and then tries to uh, slice it where its neck would be with okay. the other. Okay, give, uh, give me your attack rolls, please. Okay. Oh, that's a ten. Total? No. First one. Pulls the hand back. That's cocked. That's uh, an eighteen. The, the second, second one, one does hit. Roll damage for me, please. Okay, that's ten damage plus the hunter's mark. Yep. Two. Okay. Um, how would you like to finish your shadowy doppelganger? Yes. Okay. Right. Um, the uh, the first one just kind of goes straight through the arm without even uh, touching it, but the second one lops the thing's head off, and. Um, in so doing, he kind of uh, scooches away from it, and as it falls back, it's kind of it. The hand that was previously in Corzin's chest just slowly reaches up to where its head was and feels around, kind <laughs> of um, like confusedly for a moment before entirely dissipating. As you notice, Such a nice image, mate. As, uh, <laughs> as your shadow dissipates, a few drops of some sort of black sub-liquid seem to hit the ground before fizzling away out of existence. Oh, I hate that. Okay, dealing with that yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> you have never seen any of the other shadows do this. Hate that. Uh, also, the shadow that, that mm. uh, you destroyed with the, uh, with, the, um, uh, with the scattershot blast didn't do that either. I'll just confirm. Okay, question then. Um, can I take my bonus action to move the hunter's mark to one of the other shadows? No, because using your second weapon uses your bonus action. Ah. Fair I enough. Think it has to be a subsequent turn anyway. That's fine. That's fine. Well, I'm going to anyway yeah. on a subsequent turn, but yeah. Okay, that's fine. so uh, that. T unless you want to move. Bear in mind, there's still three shadows on you. I I would get so opportunity attacked, it wouldn't be worth such, it. Such attack, such okay. opportunity. Uh, Celestia, then. <laughs> Much, Much damage. damage. Um, very out. Very out. Um, um, so, can I... This is. I'm sorry, I'm asking you so many logistical questions yep, in this battle, but um, is there any way I can get within a 15-foot circular thing? Yeah. Is there any way I can get the shadows and not get anyone else? There are uh, three yes. near me, right? Yeah, I'm going to say that because of the way they're spaced, you can probably get uh, four out of four the six of shadows that okay. are... Wait, no, it's a 15-foot cubed. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say four, because it's four, one perfect. of which is one of the ones clustering around Corson. Okay, I mean, it's 
gonna halve, so I'm gonna go yeah. for a level two thunder wave. So okay. the guitar is being flipped around to the front. We are going wham up the neck, and it's gonna nice. sort of. I like to imagine that it's so loud that the walls kind of like you feel a little vibration in the whole room, like you feel it under your feet, sort of thing. Yeah, there's a and, um, dust comes. Yeah, from there's the a proper yeah. subwoofer bass. Yeah, and yeah, a little, yes. little bits of dust fall down, and um, if you look very carefully, you can see this sort of purple flash uh, yeah. in my hair that goes yeah. all the way down to the guitar and goes out a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'm going to roll for that. They need to roll a con save. Excellent. Okay. Uh, the one near Causin succeeded. The ones near you do not. Fabulous. Good. Okay, that's not bad actually so that is uh 17 obviously which gets halved but halved to eight half to four for the one near cousin yeah but it's still enough to blast away about half of their shadow stuff from each of them uh shadow stuff uh one of which was the one uh, is one of the fairy fired ones he just seems to be uh just some ordinary uh artisan Mm. still wearing his apron (laughs) the shadowy reflection of his apron Uh, but yeah, as they they seem visibly and quite literally shaken mm. by the blast of sound. Um, oh, I'm trying to work out who looks like they're struggling. Uh, like struggling. From my point of view. The most struggling one is the is actually the one near causing that you. No, I mean, in, sorry, I mean in terms of allies. Oh, in terms of struggling. allies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't do anything for myself on a bar. Probably. <laughs> s- I mean. You can heal, you can't can you? Heal. I can heal. Oh, I don't know. Do I want to do that now? I mean, s- uh, spells. Scam, yeah, have you actually you've been hit yet? You haven't, have you? Yeah. No. Um, Vera's looks fine, honestly. She looks like she could take quite a bit more punishment. Mm. Um, yeah, functionally, Corzin's only down two hit points thus Okay, far. maybe I'll leave that for now then, actually. I In mean, fact, I forgot that she had uh, temporaries from you, so she's actually just at full. Now. Okay, here's another game. <laughs> Who's got the most shadows on them? Who's got the most shadows on them? Uh, it's pretty evenly spread between uh, you, Celestia, uh, sorry, you, Corzin, and Scamp. Uh, Vera and uh, Rusty and Co. Uh, All are right, fuck it. I'm going to do something else. <laughs> so what? Sorry about this. Oh wait, um, Thunderwave. <laughs> the three near you. Yeah, they pushed away. Yeah, the three yeah, near you have actually been shun- shunted ten, ten feet, feet away from you. So you are currently in melee with Yay. no shadows. Okay, good to know. How how much range is everybody else in? <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry for all the questions. You're about. I'm going to say you're about ten feet away from the three that are and bothering Scamp and Scamp, and about. Now all my friends, how many are in range? Oh, you're all within. I'd say with the, between where Causin is and where Rusty and Co are is about a twenty foot cube. Uh, the uh, Vera is a little bit further away. She's deliberately you know, separated okay, off to give herself I'm range. Pretty sure it's bigger than that. So. Alright, so having just um, done a big power chord and gone wow, one way down the neck, I'm going to go back the other way and go wow. <laughs> 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 just sound like a Yeah, and um, <laughs> as Corzin is the only one who would see this, actually. Oh no, everybody would because it's Mantle of Inspiration and yeah. I always, yeah. for some reason, always assumed that the Rainbow Spirit became visible while I did that. Is that um, it allowed? It did once and it's allowed to, whatever. Yeah. Cool. Um, so instead of coming out of my hair for a change, it's like if you imagine the guitar was coated in like liquid paint so that when I run my hand along it, it like sprays off. Like it's like this rainbow 
tidal wave and spray of joy. Mm. And um, you will get another five temporary hit points, and you can move um, up to your movement now with um, no attacks of opportunity. Yep. Uh, worth mention, worth mentioning, of course, temporary hit points don't stack, but you, if you've lost any, you get uh. them back. Oh, okay, so you just get up no. to five. Up to five. Oh, cool. Well, that's yeah. still not bad. I'm going to move. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I'm it was mostly for yeah. the movement that I did it, to yeah. be perfectly uh, honest. There are also moves. <laughs> She's gonna t- uh, she's gonna r- uh, uh, leg it across the room. Uh, the uh, Rus- uh, Rusty and Co are going to spread out a bit along the walls uh, so that they've got so that they're not quite at, you know so in the hopes that they can at least be a little bit more able to support each other rather than all clustered into one place as an obvious as an obvious uh, as quite as obvious targets. Um, okay, uh, so yeah, where do you guys want to move to? Um, just away I'm gonna yeah. actually try and uh, assuming there are no other shadows there I'm gonna try and move away and uh, towards one of the windows I'm just gonna have like my back to yeah, it you've uh, got, you've got uh, so enough. that I'm I know I don't have anything behind cool. me in order do you want to, to move towards yeah. the north or south windows which one is closer to the rip in the uh, Rip the fabric of the universe is about evenly spaced between the two. <laughs> oh right, okay. In which case, um, I'll I'll stick with the ones that are, that is closer to the rest of the group. Okay, then you move to the north, northern side. Question. Yeah, fine. Can we see behind the rip into the room? Uh, or like, if we look round it, you like look, what yeah. If you look round it, you can see it. It's like it's weird. It's it seems like a two-dimensional rip, no matter what angle you look at it. But it's obviously oh, but it's like always facing you. Yeah, but it's always facing you. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, tell uh, if anyone direct deliberately looks into it, please tell me. Oh no! Fuck off! <laughs> 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 Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, I also want to try and get towards a wall. Yeah. Okay. From. You move towards. Uh, you can easily move. If you want, you could even move into a, the south uh, western corner from where you are. Um, yeah, okay. why not? I've lost track of where <laughs> anything is, but that's fair. fair enough. Okay, yeah, so you're all now quite spaced out, you know, relatively able to support each other without being too clustered in. All right, uh, that makes it the shadows go. Since they're up next. I want it to be the shadows go. <laughs> no, shadows go before Rusty, sadly. Um, but this has meant that they're much more spread out. So, three were after causing before, uh, three after, uh, three after Scamp, three after Celestia. Are they going to reassign their targets now that more are available? Probably yes. Uh, so, one, two, th- yeah, there's a total of nine of these guys left. Uh, let's see how many still want to go after Corzin. Okay, two of the shadows that were on Corzin are going to stick with their with their original uh, plan. Uh, one of them is instead going to go for Rusty. Rusty's going to die like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then such dicks. <laughs> we'll see how many want to continue going after Scamp. So two are going to stick with Scamp, uh, but. One of those, a three, is instead going to go for... 
Uh, oh, that looks like Knuckles. Oh, Sorry, Knuckles. knuckles. <laughs> uh, it's actually the Guardsman. The Guardsman is going for Knuckles. The little girl and one of the uh, unfairy-fired uh, un ones is going to go for Scamp. And let's see how many decide to stick with Celestia. Only one. Uh, the uh, last fairy-fired one is going to go try and step to Celestia. The okay. other two go for uh, Shaz and Spoons, respectively. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> I feel thug names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're really good. Uh, so I guess let's um, let's do some attacks against Causin first. Getting innocent people okay. killed. La, 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 la. None of them thought to attack. Uh, very interestingly. Uh, so good. She's busy concentrating. Yep. <laughs> uh, so no, that was a natural sixteen versus Causin for one, and a crit from the other one. Whoa. Okay, Corzin, you take uh, eight half to four necrotic from the first one. Okay. Uh, Sixteen half to eight from the second one. Okay. Strength damage is not doubled on a crit. So, ooh, it, two and a four, so you take a total of three points of uh, strength drain. Ooh, that's quite a lot. Yeah. Okay, so once again, this is my um, modifier. No, it is your range. ability score. No, no. Emphatically, not your oh, modifier. Okay. But your modifier is affected. Your modifier okay. is affected by it. But no, oh, don't yeah, yeah. Okay. don't so detect from your modifier. You will you will die twice as quickly. Yeah, okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, and I've right, fine. Yeah, no, yes. it's the it is the stat itself that is drained. That's. Comforting in a sort of roundabout kind of way. I am really glad I'm not playing a strength-based yeah. um, uh, barbarian or something. Oh God. Uh, okay, two against uh, Scamp next. With disadvantage. Nope. Again, I find myself in an interesting position. I'm going to say that one of the ones going up against you, Scamp, uh manages to tries to plunge its hand into your chest and overstretches in such a way as to make itself incredibly yeah. vulnerable so that one anyone who attacks Chris yeah anyone who attacks that one on the next round uh, has advantage to attack them nice just because they're Don't they're really them. exposed uh okay so then the two versus celestia no it's only one against celestia yeah he have got a three so <laughs> fine and now it's time to see what happens to Rusty and uh, uh, and his co. Uh, Rusty lives. Shaz hey! is less fortunate. No. Knuckles is less fortunate. Oh god. Spoons is more fortunate. Uh, Wait, so they did over fifteen? No, no, I haven't, I haven't rolled yet. They might live. Oh, okay. They might live. Well, they will. They should live. Yeah. This, this round. <laughs> Rusty only Yeah, this. Rusty takes eight points of necrotic damage and two points okay. of strength. Uh and uh Knuckles sorry not Knuckles, Spoons, I think was the other one was the unlucky one. Spoons takes again eight uh and uh is you know, and loses three points of strength. I feel a little sorry for these guys. Uh, but not sorry as they feel for yeah. themselves, especially because they're now 
Yeah, okay. Are they gonna go try and keep using the muskets despite disadvantage, or are they gonna try and use the uh, the, the knives or something? I think they're probably gonna stick with the they're gonna try and use the advantage. Uh, so the one against okay, so Rusty is gonna attack with disadvantage. That one was cocked. Hey, Rusty actually manages to uh, to fire successfully at the one on him, uh, and does. Not quite enough damage to kill it, but almost. You see the uh, the you hear the oh. as the, uh, the musket shot uh, uh, punches through the center of the shadow, leaving a gaping hole, which only slowly begins to f uh, to flow back in. Uh, Shaz is against. Oh, Shaz is actually against one which uh, which is very fired, so he gets to far straight and is just able to hit good on you Shaz Shaz <laughs> Shaz does uh, 9 damage half to 4 so is it, it, you know, again slowly whittling away as another musket shot goes through it um, <laughs> Knuckles Knuckles who are you against Knuckles is against someone who isn't yeah so disadvantage still though with disadvantage just hits uh, Knuckles isn't, you know, again, had it, had it been a living thing, that would have been enough to kill it, but not quite. It's, uh, it's, oh. it's still f fighting strong, and finally, finally Spoons. Uh, spoons, however, no, trying to fight against something that's right up in front of it. Shot goes wide, smashes into some of the industrial machinery. Mm. Bad luck, Rusty and Co. At least they're, 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 they're holding some worth, though. You know they're not they're not completely useless. They've they've they're helping to whittle things down, and they are importantly taking four targets off you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> poor poor sacrificial Rusty and Co. <laughs> okay, so top of the round, um, it is Scamp time. Uh, Scamp, there are two that are still that are that are on you, kind of uh, melded up against you in the corner. Uh, the rest are all spread out. Two against Corzin, one against everybody else. Okay. Um, right. Everything that's at range is going to be disadvantaged because I'm in melee. So I might as well get rid of these guys first. Yeah, um, unless you want to provoke an attack is... by uh, moving out of the space. Oh, that doesn't seem like a good okay. idea. <laughs> the attacks would at least be with disadvantage. Um... One of them's made themselves vulnerable. Uh, yes. Because they, they and is the other is one it also fairy fired? fired? Yeah. Ooh. They no, no. Both so of them are vulnerable. One is fairy fired. The other so, one has overextended. So they'd both be straight rolls straight if you used uh, chromatical. Lovely. If I did range, I'll do that then, and I will do a level one and double a chromatical. Excellent. And just going to use up everything now. Just because this, you, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, we're going to do this first then. So yeah, uh, do, uh, yeah. Give me, give me those, please. Uh, your attacks. Okay. Um, cool. What well, is a uh, twenty-four? Hits. And also hits. Roll damage. Nice, mate. Um. So lightning again. Um. Seventeen. Okay. Half to eight. Um, 
17, but different numbers yeah. that happen to add up to Both the of them are, Weird. you know, how seem about half of their shadow stuff is torn away by balls of lightning. <laughs> Anything uh, else? Yeah. Should have gone for a weaker one. Um, nothing I can really do on a bonus okay. Uh As you... Uh, okay, initiative count enough. 20 then. There, again, the wound seems to pulse. <laughs> Scamp, roll a d100. Oh, I hate this. This is horrible. <laughs> 76. That's super weird. No, other way around. 67. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can, <laughs> <laughs> can read as well as Scamp can, apparently. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Until, oh, no. until the end of your next turn... One of the two shadows in front of you is absolutely terrifying. Uh, oh, while... for fuck's sake. <laughs> Indeed, yes, no. no. I'm, aren't I immune to fear? That. No, that. Uh, that this is from. It says the target can't be charmed, or charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. By them, yes. By I, them. But that's the thing is, so this is this is from wild from magic. So no, it's come. Yeah. It is essentially okay. coming from you. Uh, so you are the source of your fear, but it is, you know, focused on this one. So no, uh, while, until the end of your next turn, you have, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attacks while that, that particular shadow is in line of sight and you cannot willingly move closer to it. But you don't have to run away. Since it's, uh, since it's backing you into a corner. Uh, unhelpful. (laughs) Yeah. Wild magic's been a dick today. Yeah, it's, mm. it's responding to the uh, malign influence of the wind in the world. God, why is it always story appropriate? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and indeed, Scamp, it feels like your connection to this place is just... Okay, I'm going to roll a wisdom check. Oh, I really want to. I'm going to roll a wisdom check for, uh, for Vera here. Okay, she's smart enough to see what's happening. Uh, so she is going to take her... The one of her uh, her glass tipped arrows, and as she draws it, the uh, the whole arrow seems to turn into uh, this sort of vibrant rainbow hued glass, and she's going to fire it at the shadow in front of you, Scamp, the one that is. She's just the best. I love her. Uh, That's natural eighteen. That hits. So this is where it gets fun. Let's roll damage. Yeah, as the uh, as the arrow strikes it, it splinters into shards of glass, none of which get into your eye, um, but yeah. also just tears the shadow apart in its process. In the process, Ooh, that nice. shadow, uh, which was not the fairy fired one, it was the uh, oh, actually, given her advantage, um, not that it matters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that shadow is completely destroyed. Uh, she fires a still crystal tipped, but not currently glowing and interesting. Uh, arrow at the other one with advantage yep uh, and hits 10 half to 5 points of piercing damage again it's to one of the ones near you scamp uh, she seems to be trying to clear your way uh, not enough to kill it out I'm not very helpful here <laughs> yeah but you don't do well when things are in melee with you <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> fair Vera thinks Vera does think tactically. Um so yeah, that's that's uh her her actions. Okay, cause it. Okay. 
Now, if I were to throw some holy water at one of these things, would it splash onto the other one? Uh, or would it just be like one target, on the One target only. Okay. Unless you uh, had I some can't. sort of holy water seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Alright, in which case then, I, I've... Um, I've just got to close the gap again and uh, go after them with my uh, Well, my two of them are right on you, so... Oh, they're right on me, in which case it saves me the trouble. Yes! Right. Okay. Uh, so I've only got two swords, so you're going to have to share. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, that's uh, 16 for the first one. Hits. Roll damage. Okay. This is with death. Oh, that's a uh, ten damage. Okay, you slice it in half, and with a with a silent scream, it disintegrates. Okay, other one then. Oh, that's a twenty-two. That hits. Roll damage. Okay, that is a seven total. Okay, not enough to kill it outright, but it is at least. Uh, Weakened uh, significantly. You can see it's it's sort of shivering and quaking and barely holding it together. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and I, I've used my yeah. Uh, you used your bonus action. action. To do that second one. Yep. So. There oh are... no! I, do I still do I still have? The no, bonus no. Action you use the bonus oh, action yeah. to attack with two weapons. That's yeah, that's, that's fine, how your two fine. weapon fighting works. Uh, yeah, there yeah. are a total of seven still alive. Okay. One on Corzin, uh Four. On the uh, expendable crew, uh, <laughs> oh. we can't call them the expendable crew. <laughs> one on uh, the scamp one on, think yeah, like that one scamp and one on, on and one on Celestia. Cool. Yeah, the, the expendable scamp's gonna waste our healing. All yeah, them. the expendable crew don't think of themselves as that either. <laughs> mm. um, but well, seeing how we've been behaving, I think they might start to think they are. <laughs> they, uh, they are at least none of them look near death right now. Good. Okay, uh, so the uh, that makes it uh, Celestia. Uh, there's just the one in front of me right one now. One in front of it? you, and there's also can one. Can I literally just pour holy water on its head? Yes, you can. Make a make it as a dex attack roll, please. Just dex. Uh, dex plus proficiency. I'm proficient in my own hands. <laughs> Good. I'm going to say you're proficient <laughs> at just splashing something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that would be yeah, plus four. By a strict definition of the rules, this is actually an improvised okay, weapon attack, which isn't, but I, have, I consider it to be. What? Uh, sorry, I, just a comment for listeners. By a strict definition of the player's handbook rules, you don't get proficiency, but I think that's a bit daft because you are literally splashing a thing in front of you. Anyway. I'm literally uncorking a bottle and throwing yes. water at something. You are proficient in throwing water. It doesn't well, feel... <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Roll uh, 2d6 um, uh, radiant. radiant damage. You can throw water at least as well as you can throw shade. <laughs> Celestia can throw shade much better than she can throw water, really, thank really you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a six and a one. That's really weird. I got seven. Okay. Uh, that is exactly what you needed. Yay! <laughs> so, Excellent. Uh, I like to think what happens is the holy water sort of pours onto it. And wherever it, wherever the water pours down, it disappears. Yeah. Sort of thing, and it kind of steams. It's like. Tss, yeah, you just splash it, what yeah. honestly looks like ordinary water, but it it sticks in midair to it, and then slowly falls through, just melting the shadow away. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. The the floor. By the time it hits the floor, though, it just seems to be just ordinary wet, ordinary water. There's just a slight a, a wet patch on the ground in front of you. Any holiness seems to have expired from it. Hmm. 
So we can't sort of screw you can't mop it back up and then and then attack attack someone. Get a rag. Get a rag on the floor and then just sort of whip them all. Oh I was gonna say, yeah, just stick the mop use the mop, mop it up and then attack them with the mop. I would love that, that would be wonderful, but holy mop. Let's get a holy mop. I was gonna say you have to you have to soak the holy mop in holy oil for that to work. Um Okay, so Improvised colour. It's a wonderful image. <laughs> oh, it'd be a reach weapon too. That's yeah. brilliant. Okay, uh, so uh, yep, that's your action, Celestia, and you are no longer in melee with them. Yeah, um, I don't think there's anything else I want to do. Okay, no one else at this point is, but no one at this point, I believe, is by the stairs or the uh, or the. Um, Oh, actually, can I move and stick myself against a wall? Yes, okay. Again, so that no one can... Yep, you're on the north wall, not too far away from causing, but like you're yeah. a bit of distance between them. I just feel like that's sensible. Okay, on the shadows go, most of them are going to stick with the targets that they already have, I think, but completely silent by their nature. You look over and you see six more shadows begin to uh, rise uh, clambering up the stairs none of them were heavy enough to set off the trap um they i'm going to say they've they've essentially dashed up the building but that uses up all their movement they get to the top of the stairs and that's uh, where they stop they will be so active is it dawn now no, uh, but they have, they have but they have to get back before dawn and yeah this seems to be the first wave that have come back I in. <laughs> if, if you could break the stairs somehow as they were coming up, they would be at least mildly hampered by that. Well, they can just sort of fly, like follow the rope up. Yeah, I there guess. is a rope at the yeah. other end. Or come up the building and through a window. It's just, mm. uh, the windows actually here have no holes in them on this level. Okay, okay none at all. No, none at all. That's good to know. They're all secure. Interesting. Maybe we should change that. Yeah, because they can't solid. They can't pass through solid objects, no. but they can. Like, I would imagine if there was a like the tiniest crack between window panes or something. You've certainly seen them really squeeze corporeal. through spaces about as thick as, say, a human thumb. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of human thumbs, they're going to try and drain the life from yours. Uh, Just from our thumbs. And the rest of you by extension. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, one against Corzin. None of us are human. That was such a poor metaphor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mostly from Rusty's thumbs, then. <laughs> and indeed from Knuckles' thumbs. It was just how cheerful you were when you said so that. Cheerful. <laughs> uh, so Corzin, the one attacking you, Corzin fails. Uh, the one off to Scamp. Um, had disadvantage, but still fails as it tries to claw at you uh, ineffectually. Uh, one next to uh, Celestia. They're rolling a lot of threes, uh, and then it's Good. time. It's time for to, it's time for these guys to try and attack Rusty and Co. Uh, sorry, Rusty. Oh no. No, Shaz is fine. Sorry, Knuckles. Sorry, Spoons. Ah, shit. Sans <laughs> has the light, so this is particularly good. Uh, okay, so Rusty. Uh, Rusty, uh, you can see the his skin grows cold and pale, and he drops to the ground. Uh, the, uh, the shadow begins to kneel over him, hands still stretched into his chest. Uh, 
you can cause in because of your proficiency in medicine you can see rusty is out but not yet dead the uh the shadow appears to be set on draining him of the last of his life okay. he's not actually dead yet though um sh- no, he's not dead yet. shaz is lucky <laughs> <laughs> uh knuckles only takes six points of uh, necrotic damage and one point of strength spoons Spoons is also uh, down, but not quite dead. Uh, however, Spoons, the the shadow next to Spoons is sticking its you know, kneeling by her, putting a, a, its hand in her chest and draining life from her. Oh dear! How is that shadow looking? Uh, so those shadows, respectively, are. Uh, the ones on Shaz and Spoons are looking okay, like they're not great, but they're okay. Mm-hmm. The one on Knuckles is not looking well, and the one on Rusty is on Destruction's door. Okay, cool. Good to know. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, it's Rusty's go. Uh, so Rusty is going to make a death saving throw, which he succeeds. Spoons is going to make a death saving throw, which she succeeds. <laughs> and uh, Shaz and Knuckles are going to try and fire on the, uh, on the Shadow's currently on their, uh, their, you know, trying to suck life from their teammates. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, disadvantage, though, because they're being harassed by the shadows on them. So Shaz misses. Spoons also misses. Okay. They got, they've got, they're too busy trying to save their own lives uh, to be able to get clean shots off. Bad news for Rusty and Kerb. All right. Top of the round, it's Scamp. You have uh, one very weak-looking uh, shadow in front of you, but it is still kind of you know keeping keeping up with you. Okay. Um, oh, bloody hell! <laughs> and the how far away am I from the one on Rusty? Uh, the one on Rusty, I'm going to say you're about uh, twenty feet away from Rusty's shadow. You notice actually, Rusty's shad- literal shadow is getting weaker and weaker. It's literally just going paler, like there's like it's uh, as if his body was can't was obscuring less light. Oh, uh, I will try a frostbite on that one. Okay. Uh, yep, that you can do that at range. So go for it. Uh, it's a con save. Oh, it's a con, just a con save. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Which? What's your save DC? Fourteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. It fails. Huzzah! Roll damage, just for the hell of it. Five. Okay. Ice uh, crystals just spread up its entire bo- uh, its entire form and then shatter, leaving nothing be- uh, behind. Yay! Rusty's shadow is Yay. gone. Uh, okay. So Rusty's still down, but he's Rusty not is still down, but he's not being drained. Good. So if he dies from being unconscious, he won't become a shadow. It's only if they're drained, isn't it? You don't know. I don't know. That, that would make Scamp sense, doesn't know but that. we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, the answer yeah. is you don't know. When you're in a less pressured situation, you can make an arcana check and try and figure that out. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, no. There's even with no, you don't know. This scam won't. There's know. no way that any of you would have gained, have ever seen access to the research. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> so no, there's no. Yeah, it's that's not a detail that would have been included in legends and folklore about these things. Um, so no. Okay. Anything else you want to do, scam? Um, nothing much I can do. I'll leave it there. Okay. 
Uh, right. Looking at the situation then, Vera is going to again one of her arrows begins to uh, turns in entirely crystalline and she's going to fire at the one on causing this time which just hits good thing she has a high attack bonus uh so this one yeah so that's a total of nine damage and it wasn't that strong to begin with the glass arrow strikes its splinters completely destroys uh the one on causing okay causing you are now completely free of shadows nice thank you uh she's going to turn and fire a normal arrow at the one on uh, uh the one on um Scamp, she does not seem to give a shit about uh, spoons. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, old chap. Uh, but, well, old chapette, possibly. I didn't give a shit about spoons because there'd be another shadow if she dies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just like the it. name Spoons. <laughs> <laughs> it is cute. <laughs> but the other one was, Rusty's one was more injured. Yeah. Uh, six points of damage, half to three is enough. Uh, as the arrow goes through, it tears out. It, it seems to tear away the shadow's head, and the rest of it quivers and then destabilizes, just fizzling away. Scamp, you are no longer being mobbed by shadows yet. Uh, by the way, at this, uh, I forgot to mention it, but just before this happens, there is again a pulsing. I hate this so much. <laughs> and is anyone looking at the? Is anyone looking at, even if not directly at, the uh, the uh, the wound, or are you all um, averting uh, your eyes from it? I, or am I facing down towards? You're facing it? down towards. I would be facing it because I've just stepped if back I'm against a wall. Then, yeah, okay. I'm not actively averting my eyes. You can. I would have been more concerned I, with the shadow up to this point. Yeah, uh, you can just see some sort of quadrupedal form seem to momentarily almost shift into existence and then fade away within it. So good. Uh, it's okay. hard to Take make out this. any details. <laughs> ah, but it hasn't affected my wild magic unless the tides are active. Unless the tides are active. Okay, good to know. Because <laughs> that's what I was waiting to find out. No, the tides are... Whether it was just tides, are cur- anyway. tides are currently dormant. That would have been quite scary if it just so. happened anyway. Well, it meant I'd be able to use it every turn. Mm. Without... The tides of chaos are currently out. Yeah, tides are currently dormant, so... If you'd activated your tides, yeah, that probably would have they probably would have gone off then. But yeah. Yeah. I just needed to know whether it was gonna happen anyway. Because <laughs> if so, sod it! <laughs> Might as well. Every turn, fuck yeah. it. Ah. Um, okay, so that um Okay, yeah, that hasn't emerged yet. Um but the that makes that's the end of Vera's turn. Uh she's just good, taking her position. Uh causing you are up. There are four shadows at the top of the stairs. There is one shadow on Celestia. Actually, no, you got rid of the shadow on you, didn't you, Celestia? Yeah, there are no shadows yeah. on me, right? No shadows on any of the core party. Yeah, no shadows on any of the core party. Three on Rusty and Co. Uh, two on Shaz and Knuckles. One sticking its hand into Spoons' chest. So six in total left. Uh, three left and... Sorry, did I say... F- yeah, I did say four. Uh, so there's seven in total left. Seven. Okay, yeah, cool. Four, on, four in a cluster on the stairs, three spaced out attacking the Attacking minions. minions. Cool. 
Alright, I'm gonna take the holy water and try and uh, lob it at the one that's currently got their hand in spoons. Okay, go for it. Make an attack roll. <laughs> okay. We're all fucking children. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be an... Oh, an 18. That does hit. Roll 2d6 radiant, please. Tab. Four. And four is eight radiant damage. That's just enough. As the uh, flask smashes into it, it seems to... It's almost as if it's cushioned for a moment and then breaks, and the spray of water just covers it in its entirety and slowly filters through it, taking the shadow away until it just collapses into a, into a pile of just ordinary water and broken pottery shards. Causing yells at the others. Who wants the next one of them, then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, make... Make an intimidation check. Okay. Uh, intimidation. Natural one, but I'm going to roll the lucky feet. Okay. Hey. Yeah. You remembered. <laughs> I don't remembered. Take a shot, those who are playing along at home. <laughs> of water. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Um, or rum. Definitely rum. Okay, that's 14. (laughs) 14. 14. Okay, um, it doesn't seem to... It's not enough to grant you any advantage, but um, they they have no... uh, You've definitely succeeded in attracting the attention of the four on the stairs. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, the... uh, Okay, so that makes it... Celestia's. Celestia's? Um, So... I don't know who to go for first. I'm sort of panicking a bit. Yep. Um, so there's four on the stairs, two now, uh, fighting, uh, still alive and kicking, and not, you know, dying on the floor, uh, millions. Um, <laughs> is there one of those that looks more injured? Those uh, two? Yeah, the one on Knuckles. Okay, I'm going to very unusually take out Morapia. Oh. Run across the room, twiddling it like a knobhead, because that's how I fight with my rapier. And um, I'm gonna go for that one with the slicey slicey fun. Okay. That's a sixteen. That hits. Roll Ooh, damage. Excellent. Okay. I must ask when we're not in combat if uh, Celestia has named her rapier, because I imagine she probably would have done. I'm gonna say she has. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting five come pa- up with something in between <laughs> I'm, when you I'm now and when you ask me. five Monopoly money on Stabby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my bet on Brian. <laughs> I mean, I love that. <laughs> Stabby Brian. <laughs> okay, that's not terrible. That's, um... That's eight. No, that's nine. Sorry, that's plus one. Okay, you stab it through the place where its heart should be. And the hole seems to just spread outwards for a moment until... I fluff my rapier around to try and get all the bits. Yeah, (laughs) just sort of wiggle it around, getting rid of all the pieces. Uh, That shadow is now gone. Okay. Uh, Oh, one thing actually. Sorry, on the previous turn, I forgot to mention, Corzin. For once, you did actually have your bonus action left if you wanted to use it. Oh, okay. In which case, then, I shall. Um... Realise it's worth pointing out because you've been using it consistently up to this point. Can I then use it to move my hunter's mark? Yes, you can. To, um, I'll say, yeah, to the, the one that's uh, still menacing um, Shaz. the B team over there. Yeah. Okay, Shaz, uh, Shaz's shadow is now marked. Cool. Cool. Uh, okay, so, uh, Celestia, anything else you wanted to do? Mm. 
Nah, I'm thinking I'm alright for now. I'm trying to, like, save something because I know that we might have something yeah. big coming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, it's time for the shadows. Uh, the shadow on Shaz is going to try and kill Shaz. And it crits. Oh, no. Ooh. Okay. So, Shaz How? is down. Dead, or...? Uh, down or, or uh, on zero, it rolls. It rolls um, in uh, mind you, not necessarily. That was what eight times two. No, no, that was enough to take her down to zero. Uh, so down uh, and drained one strength, and it's now kneeling over her, just sort of hand in the chest. Um, okay, the four on the stairs, however, uh, are going to mob cause in. <laughs> so uh bring it on <clears throat> okay four attacks against causing okay so yep. miss miss hit crit oh shit okay divorce beheaded died divorce now. <laughs> <laughs> i know right <laughs> uh one does seven half to three points of necrotic and okay. two half to one points of strength and the other does well it rolls three on the one that it was about to double which is nice uh so eight half to four uh points of necrotic and another one point of strength okay so that's seven total on the yeah. necrotic and two strength uh right how's causing looking Causing you see, like, um, he's still as nimble and dexterous as ever, but you can see, like, down his uh, arms and across his back, his muscle mass is visibly withered. Oh, not um, uh He has a... I, I, if I'm cr uh, calculating this correctly, he now has a strength of 10, and he started off with a strength of 17. Wow, yeah. that's bad. <laughs> um, hey, he's now. Yay. With the, uh, the You're seven. still stronger than Scamp. <laughs> With the seven, that means he's. Uh, sorry, I'm just mathing. Mathematical. Yes. <laughs> okay, no, no, he's um, he's still looking all right in terms of um, uh, of injury, but yeah, he, he's he's not looking well. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, that's all of the shadows go. Uh, Knuckles, kind of looking between his companions right now, goes, fuck it! Uh, and he's actually going to run over to, uh, I'm going to say to Rusty, uh, and digs out from Rusty's jacket a small vial, which he uncorks, thrust, shoves into Rusty's mouth, kind of massaging his throat a little bit, and Rusty, you see... <coughs> gets back up because uh, they did come prepared with healing potions. Okay, they're not completely they're... stupid. That's good. No. This is oh. not their first rodeo. This is they're not their bad. first rodeo. <laughs> the bad part of my brain just went, great, if they die we can loot some <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to pretend that I hadn't thought that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rusty is at least stable and back up on eight. Uh, Shaz makes their saving throw. Spoon's Spoons is on one fail, one success. <laughs> oh god, Spoons is hanging in the balance right yeah. now. Although Spoons is at least not being actively drained, which is nice. Uh, hey Robs, we all have that tiny little bit of <laughs> chaotic evil in us all. 
Okay, that's uh, Rusty and Co's go for the moment. Um, oh, pardon me. Scamp. Right, there's one with one draining still. Isn't one there? draining and four now clustered around Corzin. Has that one been injured at all? It's yeah, it's been fairly injured. Okay, how far away from me is it? Uh, looking at it, it's going to say it's about 30 feet from you. Um, what's the range on the holy water? 20 feet, so you'll need to move 10 feet. I'll move 10 feet closer. Um, and then I'll tide to chaos to give myself advantage on this. And chuck a holy water. Okay. Oh, they're both good, and even bother. Oh, right, um, I never do anything with dexterity, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they're both high enough they'll hit anyway. Because I rolled a 15 and a 17, so... Uh, 21, maybe? That hits. <laughs> uh, 2d6, was it? Yep. Nine. Total. Um, what damage type is this? Oh, sorry, it's, it's the uh, radiant. Yes, it's easy. Sorry, uh, my mind blinked for a moment. Okay, that is enough. Uh, as you splash it over the one over Shaz, the water seems to run through it, and it just melts away. The original dozen shadows have now all gone. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything else you wish to do with your turn? Um, where are the others? How far away? Can I back away from the other shadows? You can, uh, which just leads you to back to the wall away from causing. So in terms of... Yeah, in fact, if I can move away from as many people as possible, because I know something bad might happen at the okay. very soon. So uh, on the sort of southern wall... Uh, kind of using partly covered by the uh you know old machinery spaced away from each other are vera and scamp on the northern wall backs to the wall are uh, celestia and um Corzin. on the western wall at different points are rusty's crew initiative count 20. so once again, the wound <laughs> seems to twist oh, no. and expand. <laughs> the wound tears open and something emerges. Oh, no. Rearing forth with a terrible death whinny. <laughs> you can see the black-bodied form of a horse that emerges from the hole. Its mane, hooves, and tail burning with bright orange flames. Oh, no. The nightmare has entered the fight. Is it the one that I've been dreaming about? Yes. Oh, shit. Why have I been dreaming about it? That's horrifying. <laughs> I hate this. Okay, the nightmare has rolled its own initiative and will act on its turn. Oh, so you can't save Death Winnie. Not <laughs> I'm now singing Doctor Horrible. Again. <laughs> 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 okay. No, bad horse. He's bad. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Winnie? He's a terrible Death, death Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. Okay. This is scary. Not fun. Uh, and uh, with that. Roll a d100. Ah, yeah. shit. Oh, boy. 97. 97? This sounds familiar. Yeah, it does. I feel like we've had that one. Okay. Scamp. And 
Actually, <laughs> everyone else, suddenly you just hear as if it's coming from nowhere, violins, just orchestral music playing. <laughs> is it much like the soundtrack? It is exactly like the soundtrack. <laughs> so I hate this. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't think that's particularly helpful at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, Scamp breaks the fourth wall and the soundtrack comes in. And it does kind of feel as if, yeah, like this, this, this nightmare has actually broken... <laughs> Oh, Jason just knocked all of his dice onto the floor. Well, what's the dice I was using? Oh. It's broken. Oh, and well, it's dramatic. The sound of cracking, of cracking reality and falling dice. <laughs> <laughs> the nightmare has broken go, into this world. I go, Scamp, is that you or the horse? <laughs> I honestly don't know. Okay, uh, Vera, now that what she has been waiting for has arrived, focus, turns her attention entirely onto the nightmare. Uh, and is going to attack it. <sighs> Fucking hell, Vera! You have one job. No, uh, the uh, as the uh, as the crystal laced arrow uh, fires after it, the uh, uh, you can see the nightmare kind of flicks its head, and part of its mane seems to catch the arrow and deflect it off to one side. Uh, she readies her second arrow. I don't know if she actually gets to make the second one with this. No, it's the next time you hit. So she okay. So she takes another arrow. I set her second arrow. It begins to glow with the radiant crystal uh, uh, effect. This one does. She does manage to strike the nightmare's flank at least. Uh, and you see, yeah, that's. That's 13 points of damage to it, at least, as it strikes the side and splinters. A gout of flame bursts out of its flank uh, in place of blood. Oof. Okay. That's right. that's Vera's turn. Fire against this. Uh, yeah, that's Vera's turn. Cause it. Okay. Well, this is presented Corson with a real dilemma, <laughs> but I think mainly what he's going to be having to do is get rid of these shadows quickly. Yep. So, um, yeah. Uh, Actually, Corson, can I he, can I have you make a uh, perception check because you're the only, you might be the only person in place to do this. Okay. Depending on where you're positioned. Mm, that's a, an eleven. Okay, you don't see anything else that would help you. Carry on. Fair enough. Okay. Right, what I'm going to do is... My Hunter's Mark is still on the one that was over... Oh, no, um, it's gone now. That one is dead. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Right, well, I've got to um, use my bonus action to move that to one of the ones that's next to me. That would be sensible. Okay. Uh, bear in mind, if you use that as your bonus action, then you don't get to use make an attack with that. Yeah, it's it's still a trade-off, yeah. but I, I'm going to... More damage still on means one. That yeah. Mm. Overall, I'm going to do more damage, hopefully. And in the long term as well. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. So which which one around me looks the weakest They currently? all look at full strength. There right. is there okay. is one that appears to be a doddering old woman. <laughs> Inside his head, causing very quickly goes, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's a 16 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Right. Okay. So that's... Nine uh, slashing damage. Including your. Uh, further two, so that's eleven uh, with the hunter's mark. Okay, it's not enough to drop it, but you uh, but you do take a good portion out of it with uh, death. All right. right. Okay. Uh, 
I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded, yeah. so there's pretty much nothing else I can do. Celestia. Okay, Celestia's going to look at the nightmare. And um, she's going to try and, like, make eye contact with it. And she's going to go, yeah, I've exploded a horse before. And she's going to cast Dissonant Whispers oh, at second okay. level. <laughs> Brilliant. This is a wisdom save? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. No, that doesn't say here. Woo! Okay, so that is going to be 46 psychic damage. Okay, that's not terrible. Uh, t- uh, 15. Okay. The horse's head explodes. It tears away and the chunks seem to swirl in midair before uh, reforming back onto its skull. And as it does so, there is a... And its mane, its hooves, uh, and its tail all turn from bright orange flame to, uh, like, curls of blue frost. <laughs> just ice and snow flaring out of it. So she's just going to quietly go, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anything else you want to do? That's heavy metal. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I might, I might heal myself. Having looked over at the fucking terrifying horse, I think I'm going to do that. So I'm going to go kick my heel up, ding, on the xylophone, and um, healing word fun. Okay. So, yeah. Maybe a wise choice. Okay, that's seven points back, so that's good. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so the, uh, the nightmare seeing your challenge moves to answer it. (laughs) I'm such a fucking idiot. Uh... (laughs) It gallops towards you and kicks both of its front hooves forward. I'm uh, gonna die. It's gonna be all my fault. That was a natural nineteen. So. Oh, it so hits. Yeah. So to, you take uh, <laughs> um, seventeen points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, well, that's and, me down. Are you down? Yeah, I'm down. Okay. Uh, well, there was cold damage as well, but it doesn't matter. Down. Yeah. I had exactly seventeen. It just kicks you into the wall. And you see Celestia smack against the wall, coal uh, frost spreading across the two hoof prints in her chest, uh, and the sickening sound of ribs cracking. Ooh. Uh, Celestia slumps to the very ground. Very broken. Nightmares. Okay, the shadows are going to continue clustering around Corzin. Uh, they do not seem concerned by this thing, for whatever reason. I didn't imagine they would be. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Yes. One hits. Uh, And that one does nine half to four points of necrotic damage. And three half to one point of strength drain. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, once again, really, really happy I'm not a strength-based character. Yeah. Yeah, this would suck for a barbarian. Yeah. Uh, Rusty and Knuckles both run over to their respective part, you know, to, the, to the other two, and uh, you know they pu- un- they pull out each one's uh, hidden healing potion, <laughs> and are going to quite quickly bring them back up onto their feet. Uh, as they do so, literally helping them onto the feet, they uh, they can see them go, mate, we are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and they, you can see them looking as if trying to decide whether they they have better odds escaping through the hole uh, through the hole in the floor off to one side, trying to make it down the stairs, or whether they have even a chance of fighting this out. <laughs> Do I as Corzin see this? Oh yeah. Uh, and there are four shadows left, right? Yeah. All cl clustered around me. Yeah. I yell at them and uh, and say, "If <laughs> if you die, we all die." <laughs> right. They seem a little confused, but uh, give me uh, ask your choice, either persuasion or intimidation. Uh. Both as bad as each other. <laughs> That's a ten. They seem a little confused by your classically Corzin-esque wording, but <laughs> they get the message, and it seems that they might not bolt. Hard to say. They're out of they're out of actions and movement for this round anyway. Okay. Uh, top of the round. Scamp. How far away is Celestia from me? Uh, Celestia is 40... Actually, no, 30 feet away from you because you moved closer. Yeah. Um, and so is the Nightmare. Right, I will move up to Celestia. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and use the eel statue. Okay. Uh, shoving the eel statue onto her flesh, you whisper the uh, strange Salagin uh, wording and the statue pulses for a moment with light as it ripples down the eel's scales. That's six hit points. Okay, it's something. I mean, I've still got broken ribs, but like I can move. Uh, the, the ribs are slightly knitted. Like, they're, they're, they're clean breaks enough for the... Uh, enough for healing magic to work. I just think I sort of come back and go, oh, thank you. Thanks. Great. Ow. I'm just going to stand over Celestia. Okay. Oh, I suppose that'll help. Because <laughs> I can't move any That's further. so cute, mate. <laughs> I have nothing else to do. Okay. Uh, the, okay, initial count 20. The wound now begins to shiver as if it's going to get, just uh, as if it's um, trying to, uh, as if it's uncertain whether it's staying open or closing now. Uh, however, tides is still dormant, so there's no other effect. Uh, that makes it Vera's go. Vera is incredibly focused. She has one job to do, and she is doing it. Uh, so she is going to crystallize another arrow and attack the nightmare. Hits. Does another... 18 points of damage because she yeah she is one job and this is what she does uh, second one misses however she tries to shoot the normal arrow at it uh, as the second arrow strikes the uh, uh, the nightmare it splinters carving deep chunks into the nightmare's flesh uh, just gouts of frozen air emerge from it and then the it seemed they knit together and with another <laughs> the, uh, the it flicks its mane and it turns from uh, gusts of cold icy wind to just a mane of lightning Ooh. which is now I have no idea what to hit this thing with yeah. me neither, none uh, make, Other than make an intelligence <laughs> check, scamp because I'm super smart that's an 11, 12 
cloud. You get the feeling that whatever its abilities are, they seem to relate to how its mane is manifesting. So probably changing with uh, with, with each change. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, that's the end of uh, Vera's turn. Causing. All right. Um, is using the rope of binding going to be an action? Yes. But I like the way you think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, solid. He's uh, he's gonna uh, call out to Vera. I hope you're right about this thing. And he's gonna throw it out towards the nightmare and attempt to um, bind it into place. Okay, the nightmare rolled a natural four. As the rope hits these, uh, uh, the nightmare, it seems to come to life, uh, winding round uh, around the thing's, uh, uh, the, the thing's torso, grabbing its, its legs and pulling them all inwards. The, uh, uh, its head is forced in as well. The thing is suddenly just uh, basically just uh, hog-tied. hogtied as it flops to the ground, barely able to move. Uh, okay, it repeats its save on the end of its turn, but it is no longer able to act. Uh, which is good, because I think that also stops it taking its legendary action, which it would have done at the end of your turn. Uh, <laughs> so, shit. The, uh, the nightmare is paralysed. Uh, uh, Make the most of it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to use... You, you do have your bonus, so I guess you could take one attack. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna uh, take one attack on the uh, the same shadow that yep, I hit. Yeah, go before. for it. Make your attack roll. Sixteen. Okay, that hits. Roll damage. With your hunter's mark. Uh, uh six damage. Okay. <laughs> you scatter it into fragments. It is gone. Okay. Okay. So three to three go. Three to go. Uh, Celestia. God, I'm really struggling to know what to do, guys. <laughs> it's like, seriously. Yeah, you are up. The nightmare is paralysed in front of you. I mean, do I have any idea about... No, I rolled the other day. Yeah. I don't have any idea about this. You do not have any idea yeah, about this. Yeah, because I asked you yeah. out of character the other day and you said roll and I rolled a one, so I really don't no, have any idea. No, you have no idea. fucking idea what the hell um, this thing is. Shit, so I have no idea what to hit it with. I probably don't know about the changing main... What do I think Dissonant Whispers I mean, do to it on its you, first you turn? Know with that damage? To, like... uh, d yeah, it seemed to affect it perfectly. It okay, the main change, but there was damage that happened, yeah. as far as I can tell. Yeah, it, it tore its head off. It just appeared to reform I its mean, head afterwards. Not many things are resistant to psychic, so I'm tempted to do another one of those. I'm going to look down at it and I'm going to go, oh, can't you move? And I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers again at second okay. level, because it's the highest damage on a single thing I have. It, it, it was on a natural 20 and then it rolled to a 2. It failed. Yes, good. Okay. Oh, that is shit. Fuck it. 8. Okay. Well, at least you can viciously oh, no, seven. mock it. Sorry. Okay. The, uh, you do see a crack form in its skull and lightning begins to just uh, uh, spark out of the crack. That's Fucking second level spell as well! Ah. Alas. Okay, uh, that makes it the Nightmares go. The Nightmare is going to try and break free. That's not quite enough. 
Nope. Uh, it remains bound. You see it struggle against the ropes, but it can't quite move. It's still hogtied into position. The shadows are going to act, so that's three attacks against causing now. Bring it. One crit. Oh. One crit. Fa- Don't bring it. One crit fail, and one disordinary oh. fail. Okay. So. <clears throat> seven to 14 to 16, half to eight necrotic damage. Okay. And two half to one point of strength damage. Okay. Right, so I now have a strength score of eight. Okay. And a my hit points are uh, eight points of damage. You say? Yeah. Right. Uh, that's right. I'm down to about a quarter hit points. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Causing's looking pretty pretty drained. Yeah. Okay. The um. Also, at this point, the second wave of four shadows make the use up their action. They're dashing. They make it to the top of the stairs. Oh God! There are now seven shadows total in play. Uh, Got about them. Yeah. That's really annoying. <laughs> uh, Rusty and Co are going to act now, uh, and they're going to try and get some of the. They're actually no longer with disadvantage. They're going to take their muskets and try and attack the ones on Corzin. Thin red line, thin red line. (laughs) Hit. Uh, Miss. Hit. Huzzah. Uh, Oh, wait, no, there's a fourth one. Miss. Okay, two of them hit at least. Uh, Doing four half to two to one of them. And 11 half to 5 to another, but at least it's something to both. They are weakening the shadows around Corzin. Uh, okay. Top of the round. Scamp. Right, um... More shadows are entering the fray, but the nightmare is still bound at your feet. There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> what uh. does it being bound mean? Uh, it, it is paralysed, so it is incapacitated, it fails strength and dex saves, it, 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 uh, you have advantage on attacks against it, any attack within five feet is an autocrit if it hits. Does that include ranged attacks that happen to be Yes, close? yeah, yeah, five foot ranged attacks still count. Okay, um, then I'm going to use my last sorcery point and twin a chromatic orb okay go for it so I've got advantage because it's paralysed but disadvantage for being close no 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 I can step back uh, no I can take a step uh, back you don't get disadvantage while it's paralysed you just have straight advantage uh, yeah okay. well, a, a creature which is paralysed is not threatening you so okay and it can't actually do anything to avoid the yeah which is why you have advantage right so, advantage against the horse, and it's currently still lightning, isn't it? Yes. Then I'll do I'll do thunder damage. <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> Seems appropriate. Yeah, it's a twenty-five. That hit. hits. Roll damage. Um, it's just a level one one. It's can't twin anything, huh? Hmm, that's a D ten, so I'm going to not roll that. Nope. Off. Um, that's 14 thunder damage, um, but it's a crick, so I'm within 5 feet. So, 
whatever I said twice. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. <laughs> nice. So are you? Nice. Did you say you were twinning this? Yep, and I'm going to tie to Chaos the second one okay. against um, whichever shadows looking weakest. Okay, that, there's one of the three. I'll let you do just do that first, please. Oh, good thing I had doubled that. Uh, so that's a 17. That hits, rolls damage. Should be bad news for causing at this point. Um, 20. Okay, one of the shadows next to causing is completely obliterated by the nice. blast of thunder. Uh, as you strike, uh, uh, one ball goes off and, uh, and obliterates the shadow. The second one, you focus down on the nightmare in front of you. Finish it. <gasps> what? No way! You guys have, yeah, paralysis worked really well on this thing. Huh. Fit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make it explode because that's what happened to the last one. Okay. <laughs> and I'm using thunder damage um, and I feel like that's probably worked. Okay, as the... Because that's, it's like force, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, as the... It, it's going to explode. As you strike the pulse of uh, uh, the ball into the, uh, uh, into the nightmare's head, you notice this ball seems weirdly layered, like there's a second one inside it. It strikes the head, the first ball explodes and the nightmare's head completely disintegrates and then flows back into existence and its mane turns from lightning to just waves of acid. Uh, but the second ball then ignites after it and with a terrifying thump, the nightmare's head and entire front half of its torso uh, are just torn apart. Parts of it scatter, they splatter across the room. And then you watch as, uh, just in a, 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 in a moment, as all of the parts, all the, the fragments of it, begin to wisp and crumble and fade away, just turn, uh, just turn, disappearing into the air, as if the whole thing was never real to start with. Oh, I don't Hate like that. It. I don't like it. Roll a d100. Oh, that's gross. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, oh no, 13. That, I don't know that one. 13. That seems like it's going to be bad. 13 is new. I'm looking for some. Okay. Am I going to kill Celestia? Is that what's going to mm. happen? No. Uh, no. no. Good. Uh, however, everything... I mean, it's not good, but it's, it's not Everything, as, uh, uh, as you blink, it's... Uh, everything is strange. You, the, the world seems to be filled with a strangeness, and you find it's like... You're looking around, but you're not here. You're, it's like you're standing on a cliff by the edge of a sea made of just tides of fingernails crashing oh, against no. cliffs Holy of bone. Shit. You are for the next, uh, let me see how long. Here we go. Uh, you, um, yeah, yeah. It's, for, can I be again pedantic about the wording of yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. It's, I cast confusion centered on myself. You so, yeah, so this is so there is a save, but it also affects people with oh, shit. Feet, okay, yeah, so feet. yeah, it's also concentration up to a minute. So, um, so what kind of save is it? Uh, but the concentration just happens, it just because happens it's because not, it's, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, can I have, I yeah, so can I have a wisdom save from you and Celeste? God, please. we're so wise, that's gonna go so well. <laughs> I know, we're great at Fuck. this. Come on, <laughs> shit, that's not enough. It's gonna be my DC as well. 10. Yeah. Eleven. <laughs> yeah, both of you just no ten. Yeah, in fact. the world seems to fall away, and you see yourself, and and you're just on this cliff with a with a tide of fingernails 
uh, beneath and you are surrounded by strange shadowy figures and you're not sure what the fuck is happening. Uh, we'll get to How long do. does that last? Uh, I'll put a, a minute. minute. But you can save at the end of each episode. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, causing as the as the as the creature explodes and its parts seem to fade away, you notice it. You turn and you look and you see Celestia and Scamp are both staring directly into the portal. Oh no! Oh, oh. shit! You are a bad man. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, that's initiative count twenty done. Uh, yeah, causing as you're watching the portals beginning to is shaking and twisting. The wound seems to slowly be beginning to seal itself closed, but it's still open. It is still open. Uh, Vera is going to take her focus onto the two next to you, causing. Uh, now that the creature is dead, she's fulfilling her bargain uh, and helping you dispatch the rest of this nest. So, uh, hits one against you, does. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's 15 points of damage. One of the ones next to you is just splintered by weird crystal arrow. Uh, the second one, however, uh, causing you proceed to take 10 points of damage from getting shot. Shit. Oh. Are you down? No, not quite. Good, because <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna be fuck all we just here from, behind, from 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 various yeah. position. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, physician, heal thyself <laughs> because we I, cannot. I sort, of, <laughs> I sort of look at her with a sort of like, what? She <laughs> raises her hand, sort of apologetically. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Was aiming for the one next to you. We will have words about this, assuming we survive. <laughs> <laughs> there is still the uh, the arrow sticking out. Where did it hit? Him? Uh, I'm gonna say just in the shoulder. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's it's still. He's not even bothering to pull it yeah. out. He he knows enough about um, uh, arrow wounds that he knows it's a bad idea to pull yeah, them out. Yeah, you shouldn't away. really, should yeah. you? Okay, uh, causing it is your go. All right. Uh. There's only one other uh, shadow left, but there are four coming up the stairs. Yeah, aren't there? Uh, they will be. They will be acting on this turn. Bollocks. All right. We're so fucked. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, right. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to um, uh, expend a um, uh, another spell slot and cast cure wounds on myself. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm probably not going to. So if you're down one, and so we're that's... mental, like we've got no hope. So you're yeah. absolutely right to do that. That's a, okay, so that's a D8 plus three, I think. Okay, I have doubled my remaining hit points. Ooh! I'm now on 12. <laughs> Better than nothing, uh, mate. <laughs> can I use my bonus action then to move my hunter's mark onto the remaining uh, shadow that's yes. near me? Yes, you can. It is now hunter's mark. Okay. Okay. Oh. Celestia, roll the d10. D10? Yeah. Shit, this is going to be something really bad. It's how the confusion okay, spell works. Five. I actually know nothing about the confusion spell, so this is really interesting. Okay, um, you find yourself, like, uh, okay, you're on this cliff, what do you do? You can 
get away from the edge and heal myself a bit because okay, everything's yeah, terrifying. Okay, yeah, you run to the edge of the cliff, you cast heal. No, I get away from the edge of the cliff. Sorry, you run away from the edge of the cliff. <laughs> I'm not going to go towards yeah, the edge. further indoors, you can see that like, further, further within, you can see that this strange s- landscape stretches out yeah, in front so of I you. so I ding up with my heal. With, yeah, uh, you don't lose a spell slot and you don't get any spells, any, any hit points. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you you run to the uh, further into this uh, strange land and there's black grass everywhere and you heal yourself, causing you see Celestia just sitting, stock still, staring at the wound. She does nothing. Ugh. Okay. Do I get a save though? Oh, now Is you take now you may turn? take your save at the end of cool, the turn. Cool. But, but I yeah. don't lose a spell slot. Either. No, you don't lose a spell slot, but you don't realize you're not doing anything. <sighs> Shit. Five. <laughs> nope. You are still. You are still confused. Fucking bards, man. We're so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The nightmare is gone. <laughs> so it doesn't take a turn. Uh, the shadows are going to act now. However, so uh, who have they got left? Who have they got to attack? There are still eight targets. So I'm just going to roll a d8 for each of them. Okay, one is, oh, one's going for Rusty. Oh dear, well, I'd rather... Yep, one for Shaz. Good. Two for Shaz. Operation Shield. And one for Corzin. Wow. <laughs> okay, so Corzin's got another one yep. going to him. Uh, so, uh, We've been so unhelpful in your predicament. Like, it's unbelievable. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, I got rid of one. <laughs> one of those does hit you, Corzin, unfortunately. Uh... Shit, okay. Yep. You take ten half to five points of necrotic damage. Oh, and that was a four, Eight. so two points of strength. Uh, Alright. Okay. Uh, Eleven to that then. And, okay. Five necrotic, you said. Uh, no, no, uh, two. Two necrotic. Oh, sorry, yeah, five necrotic total and two strength. Right, okay, fine. Yeah. That's undone all but one of the hit points I just regained. Think you healed yourself then. Yeah, you can see now yes, Corzin's skin is looking pale, is, is pallid and white, and his veins are just... Uh, his veins... Well, we can't well, see. Yes. No. <laughs> Only Vera can really see this and the, and the B team, uh, but they can see that uh, Corzin's veins seem to be just turning black. Yeah, he is still gazing at them like uh, with steely hatred in his eyes, but it, he's got... It, you see, any of his swings now are all finesse. They are not uh, at all strength. It's just... It, it's the weight of the um, the blades that are doing the damage. Yeah, okay. One exposes themselves... Overexposes themselves. The other one hits Shaz, who takes not enough damage to kill them. Yay! Shaz is still standing. Good for Shaz. Rusty's fine as well. Uh, although they do take oh, three points of uh, strength damage. They're still up. Okay. It's time for the B team. Uh, Rusty, uh, Rusty's going to have to attack the one in front of him. The disadvantage. Which is really annoying because one of those was an actual 20, but the other doesn't hit. Uh, Shaz is going to have to do the same. Nope. Uh, Knuckles and Spoons, though, can fire normally, and they're going to attack the ones that are on Rusty and Shaz, respectively. Hit. Hit. So, one did ten halved to five uh, damage. 
Uh, oh, so that one should have been with advantage. Still hits. Uh, and one does eight half to four. So yeah, they're slowly making a difference. They are they're not contributing much, but they are contributing. Hmm. Okay, um, top of the round. Scamp, roll a d10. Ten. Okay, yes. you uh, you shake your head, and you can there's you can almost you can now see that actually looking at the looking at the uh, at the you're actually looking at the wound in the world and you can see this cliff with uh, with, with the tide of fingernails beneath it through the portal but the world is you're not in there you're not actually in there you're out here in the real world you can act normally on this round well done okay um <laughs> hmm how are the ones around Corzin looking? Uh, around Corzin, uh, they're all pretty much in... T the three The three around Corzin are all intact. Sorry, uh, the one around... Uh, the two next to Corzin are both intact. One next to Rusty is intact. Uh, and the two on Shaz are both injured. Uh, I run out of sorcery points, unfortunately. So I will just do a... Oh, and first level spells. I'll do a second level chromatic orb at one of the ones next to Corsair. Okay, yeah. Thank you. I'm going to tie it together. Okay. Solid. It's a second level yep. spell. I don't want to miss. Um, lots. Yeah, yeah that hits. Roll damage. Uh, and I'll do thunder, I guess. That seemed to I'll not do anything more. Oh, that's not good. Um, and then 18. Oh, half to 9, but it's still... Yeah, that's that still significantly weakens it as the thunder blast And I'm going to step away from Celestia. Okay, roll all your wisdom like saves. a good distance. <laughs> Three! Oh, why okay. are we so stupid? <laughs> the world continues to... You can't help but your gaze be drawn back to the portal. Roll a d100. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so much badness. Um, fifty. Okay. Um, as you try, Pinnacle, you try Pinnacle, to turn, Pinnacle. you try to turn, uh, and uh, 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 and yes, uh, 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 it's actually yeah. I'd like to ask: Is there anything you'd like to try and say to the rest of the party while you're still uh, compass mentis? I think I've just been swearing under my breath pretty much constantly since the horse arrived. Okay, as you swear, <laughs> you look down and you notice no words are coming out. Instead, it's just tiny pink bubbles are just floating out instead of words. That's so weird. What the fuck? So you're just frothing pink. Is that going to affect... I'm going to say it doesn't affect your verbal... Spells. I'm just going to say it doesn't affect your verbal spells, but you can't intelligently speak to anyone else. Like the you intention of what you're out. saying is still there, yeah. and technically sound is coming out, but we wouldn't be able to hear it. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's being garbled by uh, by pink bubbles. But they're not silenced. For the next minute, they are not silenced. You're suddenly in a graphic novel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Vera is going to try and take out the one calls in, which hits. Come on, Vera. Yeah, that's a, yeah, no, it's gone. 11 points of damage. One of the two on Corson is destroyed. Uh, the other one... She's going to shoot at the other one as well, just in case. No, nah, natural two. <laughs> Smacks against the wall with a normal arrow. 
Okay, Corzin, there is one on you. The other three are busy. There's only four shadows left. The other three are busy with Rusty and Co. But one is on you. It's at full strength and your hunter's mark is on it. Okay. Um, question. Yes. If I were to try and use the holy water uh, on it, would I have disadvantage as it's in melee? No, no, no. No, we've, we've done we've that We've established before. that you yeah. can pour within five feet. Right. Okay. I am going to do that. And I am also going to use a uh, ranger ability I have not used before. Oh. Fun. Slayer's Prey. <laughs> I don't know what that does. What is that? Essentially what that does is um, once per short rest I can uh, do an extra uh, d6 on top of what I already do. Yeah. So la layering that with the um, uh, the hunter's mark I can do uh, an extra 2d6 if I hit with yeah. this. You were basically, I get the feeling you were probably waiting to, to use that on uh, what ultimately turned out to be the nightmare but other things happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the the advantage with this is all I need is a short or a long rest to recover yep. it. I you know don't need to expend okay, spells. Okay, ro uh, so roll nice. your attack. That's good. That's a twenty three. Roll four d six. Yes. Right. Ooh. Kill it. Five and six is eleven, and three is fourteen, oh. and one is fifteen. Oh. oh. It was at full strength. It is now down to one hit point. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, it's not quite enough. It's just like frag fragmentarily not quite enough. As you uh, as you oh, pour the, uh, the, the, the liquid on it, it's almost completely destroyed. But as it splashes to the ground, it's just able to get uh, to reform itself. It's a very, very pale uh, uh, echo of its former self. Celestia, roll a d10. Oh, God, I hate this. Ten. You blink. No, you're not on the plane of black grass. The plane of black grass is in the portal. You've been staring at the portal. You wrench your gaze away from it, though it continues to pull your focus back to it. You can act normally this round. Okay. Um, oh, God, what can I even see at this point? You can see one very faint shadow is attacking Corzin. Three are on the uh, B team. Everybody else seems up, although Scamp is... You can see now that Scamp is just stood in place, staring at the portal, pink froth coming from their mouth. Oh, that's so creepy! Fuck! Um, <laughs> that's horrible. Um, hang on. Give me a minute. Um, okay. So, can I see how bad the one on Corzin is looking? Like, it looks fucked, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks incredibly fucked. It's barely there. I'm just... Corzin doesn't look that much less fucked. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to look at the one on Corzin. And I'm going to go, just die, you fucker! And um, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. <laughs> so, yeah, wisdom. It failed. Whoa! Okay, and you don't even need die. to roll for that. It super dies. <laughs> yeah, it, it just turns <laughs> back to you, and there's a brief moment where you can almost see, like, uh, although it's only body posture, you can see, like, an expression of shock and surprise before it just fades away. Okay, and um, I am going to. Oh, how fucked are you looking, Corzin, darling? Um... No, don't tell me how many, but, like, how fucked are you? Really fucked? Corzin is looking very fucked. Okay. Um, yeah, like, uh, uh, visually he is, you can see he is struggling to stand. Okay, um, actually, I'm still within 60 feet of everybody and I can do this as a use of inspiration, so... 
I'm gonna go, I'm gonna <laughs> beat my chest and go oi and um, the rainbow spirit is gonna flare out of both of the points that my hands come out <sighs> and um, you're all gonna get five temporary hit points and you can move up to your <laughs> movement if you want to Thank you. I don't think I notice. No. I am going to. But I think maybe you do get five to... temporary hit points. You still, still. get the hit points. That's, so yeah. that's nice. I've still got the Oh points. no, you, you haven't Never actually Never mind. Injured. Well, fuck it. That protection against <laughs> evil has worked really well. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to move uh, slowly but surely uh, towards the... Um, uh, uh, the B team. Yeah, he's oh. sheathing his uh, uh, his swords for a moment, taking the uh, um, uh, the blunderbuss off his back and starting to reload yeah. it. I didn't do a wisdom save at the end of that turn. Uh, that's right. I was about to call you for one from cool, you. Cool, cool, cool. I will do that. Uh, nine. <laughs> I'm no, so fucked. You as the as the moment ends, you find your gaze turning back. To the portal, and you're back in the field of black so grass balls, mate. by the edge of the cliff. Shadowy figures all around you. Speaking of shadowy figures, um, no, I didn't use a spell. these things are going to try and kill Rusty. Fail to kill Shaz. Maybe not fail to kill Shaz. No. Uh, Rusty's alive, at least. Good news for Rusty. Though he's not looking happy. At all, he is visibly okay. sagging, uh, but he is—he's going to live, maybe if he makes it through this round. He does have his temporary ones. Sorry. He does have his temporary ones. Yep, has his temporary ones. They have literally saved his life. They've very explicitly saved Shaz's life, who is down to one. Hmm. I was oh, going to say, do the do the people who are already unconscious get them? Uh, they get them, but they I don't, don't see but me. They, that's the thing. They and I think it's about—it's about me being within line of sight. Yeah. Because it's right. to do with how I look. I give myself a wondrous appearance. So I imagine if you can't see me, you don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Fair enough. But Rusty and Shaz at least are restored momentarily. Okay, Rusty and Shaz are going to try and fight back against these fuckers. Um, nope for Rusty. Nope for Shaz. But Knuckles and Spoons can at least try and do something. Oh, crit from Knuckles. Miss yes. Rusty. Yes, Knuckles. But, uh, oh, actually, no. That one has just... No, nope, still... Okay, so come on, Knuckles, roll high. Knuckles rolled not terribly, actually. Um, okay. So that was okay. It was uh, seventeen half to eight, but at least it's you know it's, it's not entirely killed, but it's now barely there. One of the ones on spoons. They're all still up. Aren't They're they? all still up. Just, but just. Scamp. Roll me a d10. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn our lack of wisdom, mate. Uh five. Five. Okay, you're you're on the edge of the cliff. What do you want to do? Um I'm gonna just sort of poke the bubbles that are coming out my okay. mouth. <laughs> there's no one around and there's nothing to do. Okay, the bubbles turn Everything's fine. The bubbles here. turn into pink moths that fly away. Oh. Oh, Pretty. Uh, everyone else, Scamp is just standing in place, shoving out their hand into their mouth while bubbles, <laughs> while bubbles float around it, staring into the, into the gap. Fucking hell, Scamp! <laughs> so, so useless. 
<laughs> Unbelievably uh, useless. The wound in the world seems <laughs> oh. to quake and grow a little bit slimmer this time. Like it slowly begins but to I get close. My, I get you get your wisdom save. Uh, that's a ten. No. It's still no. standing, oh, chewing no, your nine. own fucking hand. <laughs> it's like you're having an arcane seizure. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this spell is so much more powerful than I can carry. <laughs> it's a fourth level fucking spell. Hell, that's way above any of us right now. Yeah. Okay. Vera yeah. takes out one of the ones, the weakened one on on knock on Shaz, and is going to go for uh, one of the uh, the other one on Shaz because it's already injured. Uh, with one of the uh, enchanted, well, not enchanted, but enhanced arrows. That's like fifty. Yeah. Okay. She takes out the one on spoons. There's only Corzin. Uh, there. It's your turn. There is only one shadow left on Rusty, still fully intact, but you know, clawing at him with uh, everything it has. Oh, so there's only one left. Then um, I'm I'm gonna shoulder the. Uh... Um, the blunderbuss again because that was going to take another round to. It reload. takes a bonus action to uh, reload it. So yeah, I mean, I guess okay. you can stick the slug shot in. <laughs> That's a point, actually. If I could do the slug shot on this one, yeah. then yes. But I, I, I thought the way we'd um, uh, we'd ruled it before was it was like uh, it was basically like the the swivel guns. Uh, we've the, I've, uh, I've since changed it so the rule is it takes a bonus action to reload the blunderbuss with either slug shot or right. grape shot, and then uh, and then an action to fire it. Fair enough. Okay, I will um, reload it with um, with slug okay, shot. Okay, make an attack roll to the appropriate Tessie distance. Feet away and then bang. Just bang. Come on. Fuck. That's uh, eleven. Okay, the slug smacks into the wall, shaking, uh, shaking the masonry and causing dust to billow out, but not a, uh, not completely destroying a shadow in the process. Go dang Still it! Still three left. One left. One left. Jesus Celestia, Christ. roll a d10. <laughs> for a nine or ten. Four. Okay, is that the walk into the portal one? No, it's not. Oh, good. Okay. No, what? Uh, <laughs> There would be one, wouldn't there? I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's a... Uh, yeah, so uh, you're back in the black field. What do you do? Am I back on the edge or am I in the same place? No, you're in the same in? place you, you Have left. Have a look around, see if I can see anything useful. Okay. Um, looking around, make a perception check. Five. There no, six. Seven. made Sorry. of bone with leaves of skin. Looking, you can see a figure oh. peers from behind it with tall, long, thin, pale white limbs and a neck sewn on with rough stitch, with rough rope stitching. It peers at you for a moment with soulless black eyes. Do I recognise it? Make an intelligence check. Uh, that's a fourteen. Yes. It, it it's fucking Stringer Smith, isn't it? It passes behind this uh, the, 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 the tree and out Is it Stringer Smith? It's Stringer Smith. Yeah. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so he keeps coming back. I hate that. I hate that somebody else has seen him other than you. Actually, that's really creepy. Uh. So that makes it. Uh. Yeah. Roll a roll a wisdom save. No, you're still in this strange, <laughs> strange black plain with uh, with with trees of bone and flesh. And Stringer Smith. 
just there. I'm Stringer Smith. Behind a tree. Yeah. Um, Shadow's gonna try and kill Rusty, because this thing is not intelligent. <laughs> okay, Rusty is down. <laughs> Rusty's had a shit day. Rusty's had a shit day. Rusty is on one strength. He is almost entirely dead. Yeah, Rusty is. But he's still. But he's not dead now. He's not dead now. He is. He he was on five strength. He's now on one strength. And the the creature just has both hands plunged into his chest, driven by insatiable hunger and nothing else. Um, So the other three are going to try and destroy it. That was cocked. Crit. So one of them inflicts two death sa- failed death saving throws on Rusty by mistake. Oh no! Actually, it's a ranged no. attack, so one failed death saving throw. Um, as they accidentally yeah, shoot well. Rusty. <laughs> ah well. Fuck Rusty. <laughs> two of them do hit. One with a crit. So the one without a crit does seven half to three. The one with a crit does. 13 half to 6 so 9 points of damage it's yeah so they 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 at least you know knock out some of its uh, essence top of the round scamp what's probably the last round roll me a d10 6 okay you continue what do you do you're in the you're, you're in the edge of the cliff you're you're seeing these strange colorful moths escape from your mouth i'm going to try and call for friend Okay, as you do so, you turn and you can see um, there is next to you what looks a a kind of vague, a tall, silvery humanoid figure. Um, Their face kind of insubstantial and uncertain, but there is a a kind of vaguely skull-like quality, although it's not explicitly a skull. They turn to you and say, Keep fast, my friend. This is almost done. Ooh, interesting. Uh, roll a wisdom save. Hmm. Was it eight? Okay. <laughs> cool. God damn my high. <laughs> you're still in the. You're still in the strange by the strange cliff. Okay. Um, For another forty-two seconds. Yep. Because <laughs> I am not going to save from yep. this. Uh, okay. And I think just to finish this off, yeah, this is probably going to do it. Okay, Vera launches a shot at the last shadow and splinters it. The remainder, uh, the rem- you know, at this point, Shaz reaches down, manages to pull out, uh, pull, takes from Knuckles the one remaining healing potion from the four of them, tips it to uh, to Rusty's uh, mouth. Yeah. And there is just a moment of calm. As you look into the centre of the room, the wound in the world has become unstable. It pulses, it shivers, and then slowly, and you can almost hear a crunching sound, it seals shut into a thin black line, which then fades out of existence. What do we see under confusion? The pair of you see the world seem to twist and crack around you, and then you blink, and you just see the last moments of the portal closing and going. You are alone in the chamber. 
the force uh, the four members of, of Rusty's crew take up positions at the stairwell one uh, uh, they look around but it seems that no more shadows are returning any others either didn't make it back or have tried to flee elsewhere you hold in position until 20 minutes later the rays of dawn finally begin to filter into the room I'm going to go around systematically and clean all the windows so that this isn't a dark space anymore. You do. The, win- the windows are cleaned away, and when light does come, it shines clearly in illuminating the space. Oh, with prestidigitation, I should say, yeah. not just wiping the windows yeah. in. Um, <laughs> as you look down, you can see that already the plants of bone and uh, fingernails have begun to wither, and in places they are actually starting to slowly fade and wisp out of existence. Scamp, um, causing. Oh, okay, sorry. Go Scamp was was that um, you or was that the crack? What the weird stuff that happened? Did did you see weird stuff? I saw weird stuff. I saw lots of weird stuff. The evil gash in the world made everything weird. I I didn't have much control. It's all right. I was just wondering where it had come from. Um, causing. So the bubbles were fun. What bubbles? Yeah, by this point the bubbles have. I sucked. didn't see them. I was yeah. insane yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see just like a little bit of pink residue around uh, Scamp's uh, beard. Mm. <laughs> hey, Corzin. Yeah, I've got still got the hood up the whole time. Weird thing. Yeah. Saw Stringer Smith while I was um, nuts. <laughs> the hell? Yeah, there was this whole sort of world made of right, different flesh bits and um, he was hiding he behind t- a tree <laughs> sounds about right for him although I'm not entirely sure what is anymore he with the last ounce of strength he moves himself over to uh, a window where the, the rays of dawn are coming in Vera you can see is leaning against uh, the wall she has lit her pipe is just smoking uh, some... It smells mostly like tobacco. There's a couple of weird scents coming out of it as well. Kind of spicy. Hmm. Alright, Vera. Start yakking. And I better like what I hear. What in the name of the regent was that? That was a problem that I came to solve. Shouldn't happen again. Not for a few years, at least. I find these when they happen, what? and I stop them. What even causes that? That's one of the questions I'm not gonna. I uh, gave you those things, so I didn't have to answer. Vera. Well, I'm bloody well keeping this, and he, he picks up the uh, the rope. The rope with, um... has now become entirely non-magical. It had one use. That's uh... so annoying. <laughs> um, it was Vera... a very powerful use when you had it. Yeah. But... Yes, it was. Um, Vera, I have been dreaming about that horse the last few days. Is that weird? Under the circumstances, no, I'd say it was probably following you. Why? No comment. She takes another draught from her pipe. Like me specifically, or just... She shrugs. The three of you are important. They can see that just by looking at you. Maybe you're just fated to have weird things happen to you. 
or take it or strange things take an interest in you. I can believe that. Yeah. Oh, good. Vera shoulders her pack. <clears throat> well, I need to go to find the next one of these to stop. Can't stick around, I'm afraid. But if you're looking for someone to get involved in this sort of dangerous thing again, if there's any more of these you need to stop, I might might recommend looking out, uh, trying to look up my cousin. I'm sure he'd be more than willing to get involved. You really have no comment on why the monster was stalking me in particular, because that might be something I need to know for the future and survival and things. I think it found you interesting. But I think it's more likely that you just have a particularly potent presence. And that's what drew it to you. I do have a particularly potent presence. In any case, there's nothing you can do about that except change everything about who you are. No, you're alright, thanks. Well then. I imagine it was probably a combination of this and uh, there already being a weak spot here. The shadows probably weakened it a little further and then with you in the mix, that was enough for it to push through. Are there are many of these things around the world then. Plenty enough to keep me busy. It's my job to make <sighs> sure that they don't spill over. Thanks for helping me on this one. You're very welcome, I'm sure. Mm. Gives you a nod and then moves over towards the rope leading down. Well, I'm sure I'll be seeing yours again. Looking forward to it. Probably. Keep yourselves alive. The world's more interesting with the three of you in it. And Same to you. Begins climbing her way down the rope. Okay. Are, are the other um, four members of the? Uh, yeah, they look. Uh, the B team, they okay. look weak and exhausted and very ready to go to 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 go uh, to go to bed, but they are alive. Miraculously. <laughs> Kind of rusty turns to you. Meaning no offence, but I hope we never see you again. None taken. Uh, go on, get a decent eight hours rest. You'll be surprised how much good it does you. Right. Yeah, the strength thing's fine after a nap. Okay. Yeah, even an hour will do it. They begin to. They start. To, they they look down at the uh, at the. Pythons, then go. Can we borrow that climbing harness, please? Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. Take your time. They, they go over to the to the knotted rope leading down and set up the climbing harness. And three of them, uh, three of the four of them, actually slip on the way down. So they really needed it, but they do make it down. Maybe they should have had their rest up here first. Yeah, unhook the. They seem to be wanting to just get the hell out as quickly. I don't as think they I'd can. stay near the finger plants if I was there yeah. either. So yeah, fair. Uh, the finger plants have. Mm, yeah, no. yeah, over the next, uh, uh, as I say, the finger plants have already started to wither and uh, and fade. Curiously, mm. yeah, right now they're still there. But they are still there. Yeah, and they uh, make their way down Causing and leave. It, yeah, Corson is going to. Um, he's going to go over to the window and seemingly about to uh, slump down he turns around again and just 
drags himself back to the spot where his shadow double died and has a look at the tiny bit of residue that fell on the ground. Apart from some very slight discolorations to the wood where the spots landed, there's almost seem to be no trace of it as you can see that there's the the sunlight is now filtering in through the you know filtering in through the um uh, through the window and actually as the sun is rising like the the beam of light slowly moves across the floor and you can you just catch one drop of this strange inky blackness on the floor and then the sunlight touches it and it just fizzles away Ooh. how many of the originals are left now one one more. I think. I mean, logically, yeah. they seem to have been sort of running nests, don't they? So we might have one more nest? Would seem to make sense. Yeah. Causing, where the dick did you find Vera? She's completely insane. <laughs> uh, I've only met her a couple of uh, times, but it's not that she's insane and that's what worries me it's the stuff that happens around her seems to be insane well that's not unusual for us well I remember mm. there was one time I was uh, I forget even where I was but I um, had an evening's uh, drinking session with her and woke up 400 miles due east what? what? That's weird, even for me. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> Evidently, she has a means of transportation that is faster than sailing or a fast horse or something. Or Fucking gnomes. <laughs> now you're bringing race into it again. Like, it's it's a relevant. thing. They never stay in one place. Actually, well, look at it. Look, I mean, look everyone... we just saw there was a freaking rip in the freaking world here. That went to... The region knows where. Yeah, but this this would explain a lot because the thing is, you can't keep a gnome as a slave. Everyone knows that. Really? Why? They escape. No one well, knows how. Generally, that's what slaves want to do. No, but they always escape every time. They they never stay there. They they just. No one knows how it happens. If they can move really far, suddenly this is. Does Corsin know anything about gnomes that would account for this? Uh, I'm just going to say a flat-out no. No check. All right. You just don't. All right, fair enough. Gnomes are a mystery. <laughs> Love to know well, the they don't fuck have, they do. Um, I mean, gnomes are all over the place, but I don't know that there's any, um, any, like, nations or, uh, or, or settlements that are just gnomes, unless there's some underground I don't know about. Tricky fucking bastards, a lot of them. No, you're quite right. She was helpful. And interesting. I'll give her that. Uh, she's... Uh, she's nothing if not interesting. Hmm. And on that note... He just sort of slumps down <laughs> and, and underneath the window, like sunlight uh, beating in on him. Should we take a nap? Yeah. Just here. Actually, I feel fine. <laughs> I'm not fine. Yeah, you actually... No. As... I think my ribs are fucked, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, as you slump down against the wall, feeling the warm sunlight, which does seem to genuinely begin burning away the chill of this place, you allow yourself to doze. And that's where we're going to take a short break, uh, and we will return probably for quite a short post-interlude session uh, after this no doubt important message. And now, a word from our friends over at Party Advantage. Greetings listeners, are you looking to add more D&D fun to your lineup? Then be sure to check out Party Advantage, a D&D 5th edition play podcast featuring two campaigns alternating each week. In the Arius adventures, you'll set off into the land of Arius, from the ancient dragon gods that created this world to the rise and fall of various races and civilizations, this land has history that stretches far into times long forgotten. Our heroes find themselves on a journey that will take them to the busy city of gnomes, the gilded halls of the high elves, and to the deepest depths of the Underdark. Then in the Farwind Saga, you'll travel with our group of anti-heroes for their suspense-filled exploits as they explore the enigmatic continent of Farwind. This is an ancient land lost to the histories of Faerun, where mystery and danger shroud the deep forest, forbidden mountains, and dark mires. Yet every risk offers tantalizing rewards to those brave enough to take them. Will these parties gain the advantage on their next encounter? Find out every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you then. Hello, welcome to the Silken Sail, the best entertainment in Crosswater. You can get your boys, you can get your girls, we even have Belle the Sheep for our less discerning customers. Half price off while the city is besailed by shadows, and while you're here, you should like, rate, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs here at the Silken Sail. And welcome back. So... The three of you have taken an hour to rest and the warmth of the sun and the chance to breathe seems to have helped bring some of the life back into your muscles. You can see it causing just from enough exposure to sunlight that the colour has returned to your skin, the blackness in your veins has faded. Rolling some hit dice, yep. by the way, if that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to roll a hit die. <laughs> I might roll two. I'm going to roll rest. two. You can roll up to half your hit dice in a short rest. Oh, okay. Can I roll one? Cool, cool. Oh, okay. That's well, you have, marvelous. You should have okay. four um, hit dice, so you can roll oh, two. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know why I thought that there was two going mad. It's plus my you card. You might want to see that. Possibly. So that's... Nine. Okay, so... Okay, that's better, at least. It... Is each hit die um, affected by affected by, by your con? con or yeah, is each it just individual the... one you add your con to. Right. Okay. Fine. My con is minus one. Nine, Are you doing and... that? Yes. Minimals, it minimizes at one. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Constitution. It's not okay, the dumb stat. Yeah. It's, not all, it's not always a wise dumb stat. You might want to sort that one day. No, it fits though. Yeah. Annoyingly. Okay. Just slightly. Yeah, a little bit, maybe. Corson is feeling not great, but much better than he was. Yeah. You've taken the time um, to see to Celestia's ribs as well. 
Yeah, actually, I'm going to use um, my yes. healer's kit in order to ensure yeah, so that she can both get an extra uh, regain D6. the maximum amount. An extra D6. Brilliant. Yep. Do I roll that or just close him? No, you can roll that. Cool. Yeah, you roll oh, An extra three. That's not bad. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Again, Celestia is not a helpful patient. She moves a lot and complains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So, eventually dragging yourselves up and making your way down out of the building the streets are clear for the most part seems people have had a rough night in these parts but as you look down to one end you can see that there is a ragged looking um, squad of uh, musketmen that are patrolling down the streets and they they all show signs of shadow dreading much of which it seems to have restored from the time in between because it's been an an hour now since dawn came but um yeah they look like they have been in active combat right all right i'm gonna go up to them and ask them where all right yeah citizens yeah sorry it's they look like they're barely standing. It's all right. It's all right. Just, um, just let us know. Um, we've we've dealt we with these things 18. before. Where, yeah. Yes. Right, <laughs> yes, Legion. He sort of looks at you with help, mad, but still as if trying to realize. He, he seems to kind of peering at you as if trying to ascertain the truth, but looks at the state of you as well. Little confusedly at the two hoof marks on uh, Celestia's clothing. Yeah. <laughs> and the frost damage, but yeah. Oh, I am sorry. We've. Our squad, uh, we've taken out about uh, maybe eight or ten of those things thus far, but we've been talking with the others. We, it, Everybody's been up all night. Thank the regent. We got a tip off from the. Uh, editor of the sentinel uh he's pretty in with this uh, with the city council and they on top of some support from the church we've been patrolling um and you can still you know, hear there's the occasional sort of vague uh, uh, you know, there's there's the sounds of distant whales here and there but by and large the things have mostly begun to calm down now and now that the active attacks seem to have stopped it got easier once uh, dawn came. They seemed to get a lot weaker and we were able to polish off the last of them. It seems that uh, yeah, we'll be spending much of the rest of the day seeking out any last sighting spots, trying to root them out where we can find them. But you say if you took out 18 of them, uh, sounds like a bit... This was a nest. There should be maybe, hopefully... Regent willing one more. If we can find that, then we can so put an end to this. information about where that might be, we're happy to help you. We have been up all night just fighting these things. Uh, I will take that. Thank you for that information, though. And they, they do actually ask you to show them where the nest was, and if you're happy to do that. We'll, yeah, I, yeah. Like, we can give them an account yeah. of what happened. Yeah. I think minus the nightmare. Yeah. Let's not yeah. even bother yeah. with that because that is too not much. By the time you get back up not there and relevant. show them it as well, the bone plants have completely disappeared. There's just a strange dark marks on the floor now. Yeah, and I guess 
Um, if we're being sensible, we would give them all the information about where we've ruled out, where we've looked, what we've seen, okay, other yeah, ones that we've killed. Report. Like, let's be honest, you know. Uh, and at this point, yeah. they kind of go, "All right, look, um, this is pretty intense. Do you mind coming back to the castle with us and and repeating all of this to the watch commander?" Uh, yeah, sure. I don't. I'm trying to think, OC, if we've done anything in this town. I don't think we have. I think we're all right. Not no, I anything illegal. You've caught doing anything illegal. Have we been seen? Yeah, we've done illegal stuff. We, we did, did explode, explode a horse. <laughs> actually, but yeah, that's they true. Didn't, they didn't actually put it together that it was doing anything specific, uh, like, suspicious. Yeah. So I think we should be all right. Okay. Um, yeah, Okay. To speed time along, you are brought to uh, the to Stoneglave Castle uh, in the centre of the Duke's Ward, where you are very quickly shown to a middle-aged halfling uh, with sandy hair, and uh, you notice actually burn scars all over his hands uh, in the in a uh, captain's uh, uniform. Who greets you all? Uh, hello, hello, hi. My name is Watch Captain Mondain, Pepe Mondain. It's a pleasure to meet you all. Tell me everything you hear. And you tell, we tell him, him everything. You tell yeah. him everything. Yeah. Except for the we nightmare. Do. Except for the nightmare. And except for the fact that Pauzin vomited them because I feel like that would be bad. Yes, you leave that one out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah. I'm going to stay quite quiet and stay at the back because yeah. I'm a dwarf. Um, <laughs> and so after all this, he sort of nods, nods. He has his assistant take notes. Very well. I thank you on behalf of Crosswater for your for your efforts. We will continue to search through these areas and root out any other nests we find. Brilliant. Um, I could say, let us know if you want to. If you find something, we can probably help you out. He gives you a nod. Ordinarily, I would not involve uh, civilians in this matter, but you have proven yourselves capable. Also, this is fucked. Indeed. We will remain vigilant. Thank you for Everything you have done gives you a nod, gives a nod to the three of you. Well, I'll see what I, else I can do about this. I regret that there is uh, little that I can do to offer you reward beyond uh, deploying my men and women to take care of this, pro of this problem, but you have my personal gratitude. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think uh, reward enough for us will be being able to live in a city yeah, without fear of these things again. Nice. Hmm. Also, thank you to you for all the ones that yeah. you've killed. Perhaps there is something. And he writes a small chitty uh, out on a piece of paper and passes it to you. This should uh, allow you to requisition uh, another... A dozen flasks of uh, holy water on the city's budget, as well as uh, three uh, three vials of holy oil. That is so good. <laughs> like, oh. I just turn to him and go. Yes, that is a. You might be my favourite person today. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mademoiselle, and I am particularly pleased to see that you have arrived here uh, in advance. 
I have re received reports that the Ebon Guard will be uh, the first parts of the Ebon Guard will be arriving within the uh, within the next hour or so. You could head over to uh, the uh, Grenville Square if you want to catch them as they arrive. What does this mean, like OC? You have no idea. I think yeah. Coulson Ebon might have. Guard. An idea. Is he looking at me and saying? He's looking at you specifically, Celestia. Can. Does, I'm going to ask you a very cryptic question. You're going to know what I mean. Yes. Does this mean anything to me from home? The name doesn't, but you could put that together if you wanted. Do we think I like? You conceivably you, you could. Do you think I yeah, would? like based on based. You are smart well, enough to have worked this, this out. Before. Okay, but did I not know what they were called? They've said no. it a few times. No, they were not called that. You. Where you were down there. Right. Fuck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Celestia visibly, you see the cogs turn, and you see her take a breath, and she's obviously like freaking out, but trying to look normal. Right, thank you. Can I roll an insight check to see how much yes. she's freaking out? <laughs> Go on, I'll be the same. Ah, I'm going to notice. Oh no, wait, she's got. Oh, I'm twelve. Yeah, roll I'm going to roll deception and see how I do. Possibly with disadvantage. With disadvantage, this is a shock. So I feel yeah. like that's fair. 18. Uh, oh, I've got a modifier, so that's going to be more than that. Um, inside. Dirty 20. Cousin? Oh, I, I uh, okay. rolled a Causing, 12. you can see that Celestia um, seems a little nonplussed by this, uh, but Scan, you can see Celestia. She's freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to I kind of keep it together for a minute and go okay um, thank you we're, we're going to go and rest because uh, we're a bit injured um, so of course thank you very much for the stuff and um, good luck and to you if you find anything else please to, uh, do inform us and we'll see what we can do mm. what time of day is it, it is now it is now about nine, 9 in the morning Mm. Okay. Right. Um, right. If we rest now, it'll be dark when we uh, turn to you. If you rest now, it'll be about maybe five o'clock by the time you get up. So it'll be just like out. a long rest. Yeah, if you long rested. I think long resting yeah. now somewhere hard to find would be good. Let's do that. Should we go to the Grimani's? Yeah, probably good. So what's the plan come evening, though? We just... Because we won't be able to find a nest. Well, we may have uh, got some new information by then. We could go back to either the captain of the guard here, or um, we could follow on, like, we found the previous nest by working systematically uh, through the city. If we move into the um, university area, perhaps that's the one of the only other places that we haven't yeah, the been. The university we haven't looking been. Looking for them actively. Um, where else haven't we been? <laughs> Victor's Grove. We haven't been to Victor's Grove. Very good point. We could do that. But pretty much, we've eliminated Spinner's Ends. We've done, haven't we? 
Yeah, you adjusted that. Yeah. Good. That was yeah. Olymp's nest. We know there were uh, there weren't uh, any. So in. there's um, the glazes. Cypress. Yeah. Cypress was ward. where you found the uh, the granary. Oh, okay, so Cypress. We've actually done a nest there already. Cool. So not Cypress. Mm. So we've got Victor's Grove or the Glazer's Quarter or the Duke's Ward, as far as I can tell. I've been crossing them off as we yeah. go along because it's the easiest <laughs> yeah. way to do yeah. it. Now, now the, the Duke's Ward just seems unlikely to me because that's right where all the um, other soldiers going to be. If any, uh, if there was a nest there, surely mm. they would have found that one. Surely. Maybe, yeah. If we leave that one for now, and you know, if it is there, then fine. I mean, should but, we do? Um, should we like within terms of like resting and shit? Uh, is there a way we can rest and still be out when the sun is? It's, we can't really, can we? We should probably just go straight through. Then again, we're all well. If so. there is a, if there is I... a uh, a nest in Victor's Grove, and we can get back there for like five half five, we're gonna uh, be uh, getting back more or less as the shadows are leaving. Maybe we'll run into a few. Yeah, you have a point. If we can yeah. find it by then. Yeah. And in, in fact, if, we, if we're going to do that, then we might as well go back to Cypress Key because that's where um, the Charlie's Regret is. Uh, no, I'd really... But we can't go hmm. on the ship. The ship's in dry dock. I think we we'd be better off it. at the Grimani's. Okay. It's just further, yeah, it's that's all. tucked away. Is there... All right. We could just find an inn and buy a room. Mm. Yeah, either way. What was the name of that inn that um, uh, the Captain V uh, was Captain V aren't actually staying at an inn. They have rented out a house near the Cypress Key. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, being as they wanted a secure location to keep their ransom <laughs> prisoners in. Mm. Hmm. Makes sense. Right. Uh. Oh. Still like the Grimani idea we the best. Yeah, but it, All right, let's it adds go a there. lot of walking time, but it's probably the easiest. I mean, is the. I mean, it's actually, the, you're right in the uh, centre of the city, so it's equidistant to everywhere <laughs> right now. <laughs> But true, leaving there true. to get to the. Is the Brass Lantern? Uh, it's, it's in New Glazer's Ward. Um, oh, we could go there. That's slightly close. That's considerably closer. It's actually about yeah. the same distance to Victor's Grove, because either way, you've got. Uh, but yeah. It's closer for now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Alright then, you make your way out of the castle through Castle Square Market. Uh, there is a familiar voice. He seems to be doing a different round today uh, from one of the uh, people in Castle Square. Get you across water, <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> miss your old streets to fight shadow menace. Stay indoors and near light. Get you across water, Sentinel. <laughs> oh, he's so great. Actually, it's it might be worth buying one just to see if there's been any um, further okay. developments. Uh, you pay two two copper pieces. Oh, good to see three of you again. <laughs> I'll pay yeah. the uh, two and, copper uh, pieces. Looking at it, you can see that. Hmm. Um, 
So uh, the sub the sub headline for today is is election success and paid as march for new mayor, um, but uh, <laughs> oh, uh, might yeah, read about um, that later. But yes, it seems that following uh, his personal scare, Howard Blackwell, uh, the uh, editor of the Sentinel, has. Uh, uh, written a scathing editorial piece on the failures of the militia to guard against the uh, against this shadowish yeah. inc- shadowing incursion and urges uh, them to uh, to respond with all due force <laughs> as much as possible he demands nothing less than constant patrols all night until this yeah. uh, threat is squashed once and for all um however in terms of information about sightings uh there's been very little new uh, that you haven't that it's mostly repetitions of the incidents that you caused um, and a few sightings yeah. within Weaver's Ward and Spinner's End, which have since been, you know, covered, as it were. As you make your way out, um, you actually... So yeah. knocking the DM screen over, apologies right. for the audio weird from that. Yeah. Uh, as you make your way back down towards the Brass Lantern... Sorry, this fucking Sorry. DM screen is having a rebellion, listeners. Yeah. We do apologise. Uh, you do have to make yeah. your way... It's right. I'll, just, I'll just yeah, do just that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's resting on a pen. That's, That's what's what. happening. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> weird rustling just happened to yeah. your ears. We um, apologise. So as, they, as, they, as you make your way back, um, you're actually go th- the easiest way is to go along the main street through the gla- glazers quarter uh, past iron ward through to the new glazers ward and uh, as you're going part through the iron ward um give me a perception check please me just anyone me. all of us cool oh. <laughs> um Eight. No, uh, 12. So. 11 and 12. You hear the sound of uh, of, horse, uh, of horses clip-clopping along. And, um, Celestia, are you still wearing your slightly less... I didn't say I took it off. Okay, so you're still wearing your, your cloak to hide your incredibly snazzy, fashionable clothing. Um, and, yeah, so you see entering the steel square is a column of mounted troops. Uh, you can see that... Thank you. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Master, yes. You can see that um, they are riding horses, which look pretty warm, um, but more warm from a recent uh, from recent running than extended running. Uh, you would peg these ones who've probably been ridden fairly hard for about an hour or so, but not necessarily that much longer. And you can see that um, there are about 20 total of these figures, led uh, uh, led by one at the front. Uh, they are dressed in um, beautiful armour. And I'm going to say um, Corzin and Scamp, you can make a... You can make a, an intelligence check, scamp with advantage, because of your past. Okay. Mm. Uh, intelligence. That's a 12. Um, Cause, and you can see the craftsmanship resplendent in the armour and equipment that these figures are, are carrying. Uh, scamp, you recognise these as dwarf-forged steel breastplates. Um, oh. They are they're, They are about... 
the pinnacle of metallurgy without going into using magical materials. I assume they're familiar to me. Yeah. Uh, and although these have not been done, these have been uh, not done in the traditional sort of quite sort of straight lines, uh, geometric patterns and not repeating knot patterns of uh, classical dwarven armour, but instead have been uh, forged with a slightly more uh, flowing uh, aesthetic to them. And you can see that there is a repeated uh, spiderweb aesthetic done over, uh, moulded into the uh, decorative portions of the armour. The uh, beneath they wear uh, soft black leathers uh, on their arms and uh, arms and legs, and you can see that there are uh, this there is a col this column of twenty charcoal skinned drow uh, riding forwards. They they have uh, cavalry helmets again of dwarf forged steel. You can see by their sides there are two they are hanging there are two. Probably two-handed. Uh, it's hard to say if it's two-handed or no. It'd be one-handed cavalry sabers again with a spider work motif and made of dwarf forged steel. Um. What look to be steel longbows, not uh, like a straight. Well, not longbows in fact, but uh, compound bows with uh, with camshafts on them and steel wiring. As well as a series of, uh, of of metal arrows in a in a quiver, and what appear to be forged to the same quality muskets, also strapped to their backs. Ooh. Um, I'm going to do something, but before I do any crests that I can see, uh, there is no. Uh, yes, actually, um, there is. Uh, on the saddle bags of the horses, and, uh, there is stitched into the side the crest of the royal house of um, Brighthall. Okay, cool. Uh, which I believe I. And then I'm going to duck. To, I'm going to run down an alleyway. Yeah. Okay. Give me a stealth check. <laughs> uh, it's not bad actually. Seventeen. Okay. You duck out of sight, um, actually fast enough that you uh, like as you kind of you sort of linger back for a moment. Uh, so causing and scamp with your passive perceptions, you don't even notice. Cause you just say cause it actually seems to pull behind for a moment and then is just gone. <laughs> um, the pair of you see them ride up to the front of the Church of Saint Bridget. Uh, where the lead of uh, the uh, and you can see that uh, this col this column of twenty, there's actually two riders who aren't drow. Uh, there is a halfling in the robes of a, of a cleric, uh, possibly uh, actually also of Saint Bridget, um, yes, a, a regency okay. cleric, and a hu uh, and a tall human man uh, who is dressed in sort of uh, the start in the slightly flashy but uh, slightly uh, flashier cut military uniform of a uh, of a mage in active service to the Bright Hallish uh, military. So the same sort of uh, pale, uh, sort of cyan blue uh, as the others, but made of a nicer material, dyed uh, with a, with a slightly more expensive dye. Um, they are riding slightly behind the lead rider, who is a female drow. Uh, she dismounts, and you see that uh, she has two heavy panniers either side of her horse. Uh, leather, essentially leather saddlebags. Okay, cool. 
and she pulls from the saddle bag a, a from the pannier uh, a large steel box which looks like it's about the right size to contain maybe a pomelo uh, which for those of you not familiar is imagine something about a halfway in that's like grapefruit but is close a little larger than a honeydew melon or like a small watermelon hmm. yeah in terms of size okay um and several of the others dismount as well, and they, uh, while others remain at the front, holding a guard, and they move into the church. Seems they are conducting a delivery of some sort. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Um, that will be the daylight thing, won't it? Possibly, yeah. They said it would arrive today, and they mentioned this guard before. Ebon guard. I I hadn't put it together. The really? <laughs> Every time anyone said it, they've looked at Celestia and really pointed fashion. Celestia <laughs> has run off down an alleyway. Yeah, yeah. Can't respond. A, about this point. <laughs> Wait, where, where the where, hell is she? Where is she? Right. Let's go on. Uh, I've got a couple of questions. Um. So Celestia, I rolled a wisdom save, and Celestia is having a panic attack down the alleyway. <laughs> Okay, I. Um, she sort I of curled up in a anyway. little ball, uh, trying to breathe and not <laughs> doing well. Okay, I, I in a weird um, change change of events, he is she actually like um, in a not fetal like position? lying on the floor. She's like crouched down, sort of thing, like head between oh, okay. the knees, trying to get so, some sense uh, into herself, kind of thing. Okay, so Corzin, who is now about at head height with her, uh, puts a, a, a hand on her um, her arm. Gently and says, "Hey, hey, what's wrong?" Um, well, um, do you have history with uh, them? There's really only freaked out there's only one out. place that trains those types of soldiers, so I can't be seen by any of them while they're here. Understood. Okay. What a drow like that doing on the surface? Whatever though, anyone asks I... them to. Are they mercenaries? Think mercenaries and then times it by ten in terms of blind loyalty. Oh, um, they do. Right. To train soldiers expensive like very expensive mercenaries, mercenaries um, to train soldiers like that, you basically strip them of every original thought until they're just obedient and until they're better than everybody else. At everything, basically. Okay. So we need yeah. to stay away. Yeah, from we them. don't want to go near them. And if we, if there's a chance, I mean, I don't want it to get to this point. But if there's a chance that they come for us, we surrender because we're not going to win. Are they going to be looking maybe, for you specifically, um, or is it just anyone above ground who should? Maybe be? for me specifically, a little bit. Who the hell did you piss off? Um, bad people. I gathered that, but, like, seriously, bad people with deep pockets, yeah. it seems. They do seem to go together, those things. Yeah, mm. they don't really have pockets so much as, like, vaults. Just imagine money not ending, ever. That's kind of where, where we're at. Hence right. why they can afford well, to train those types of people for 
you know, seven years at a time. All right, well... Right, so we stay away from them, and we hope they take care of the shadow problem too. Yeah, and we hope that they're just here to deliver a light orb. Because if they're just well, here yeah. for that, that's, I suppose, okay, so long as they don't see me. Um... Let's go have a nap somewhere Yeah. Safe. Yeah, somewhere far away from Grenville Square. Right, well, uh, I think we're heading back to the Grimarnies, aren't I think we? that might be a good idea because they're at the other yeah. end of the town. I didn't want to say it before because I didn't want to worry you, but that's why I wanted to go there. Also, they're in, you know, a factory okay. and hopefully won't be found by anyone. All right. Now... Celestia, I've um, I've not pried into your past, and I don't intend to start now. But um, if they do come for you, are they going to be uh, going after us as well? Because we're with you. I mean, I don't. Be honest know. now. I really don't. I. It's hard to know how far Is the it? people who were looking for me would go. Um, they might not actually know it's they they might use you against me if they realize that we're friends that's a favorite trick of theirs but um for someone who's being chased by scary people you have not been subtle you'd be surprised well maybe and it's entirely uh, a moot point at, uh, where we are right now, but maybe she's doing exactly what they don't expect her to do. True. Maybe. But yeah, um... If we surrender to them, what are they going to do? Are they going to kill Possibly. us? But... Then if we don't surrender to they them. they do... Because you die on your feet. <laughs> if they do, it would be to get to me. So if they see no use for you, then... I don't know. It depends what mood they're in. They might kill you, or they might just... I don't like my life being in the hands of somebody else's mood. Don't fight them. Run. That we can do. I know it's not your favourite thing, but... Well, hopefully it won't come to crossed, that. Fingers crossed they're just here to deliver the day globe, and then they go away. That would be... ideal. But for now, let's run away, and um, Scamp, I might get you to disguise me if we come out again in the next couple of days. Okay, you were good last good time. It, though. <laughs> well... <laughs> right. We can yeah. try. Okay. Let's move away from here. Sharpish. Alright. The three of you pick up, you, you help Celestia up, and you make your way quickly back to the safety of the Grimani compound. And that is where we will pick up next time. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. Tenebral resistance we face 
Around the tear in time and space. When victory is won harsh and hard, you'll fear the coming of the God. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Cassinia. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.